Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram at J-R-E-E Podcast. You can send us an email at jreepodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel like supporting the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash podcast. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. Let's get started. Here we go. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. For the underground world, every street and borough. You may learn something. Now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome back to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. What the fuck is up? And Simon. Hello. Uh, what we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. And then uh, we're going to talk about each guest, the talking points, this, that, and the next. Kamar, how was your week? I had a great week there, man. Thanks for asking. I finished the Kyle Dunnigan podcast. And I just want to say I realize I um, <laughs> did not give it the credits due. I still find him unremarkable, but it, it, it was good. Better than I thought. Yeah, okay. Now, at the end of it, they start talking about Karen. Yeah. And, and I believe, I firmly believe the etymology or origins of Karen is from Goodfellas. Karen. With uh, Ray Liotta always screaming Karen and them having their problems. You think it's possible? No. I'm not going to lie to you. It had, when they were talking about it, it had, uh, it had crossed my mind. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That's a tough one. I think my research into it was sound about the Dane Cook stuff. Okay. Well, that wasn't your research. That was theirs. No, they didn't talk about Dan Cook. I went behind the scenes and tried to locate the enema, ep, what did you etymology, say? origin, the origin of Karen. <laughs> um, okay, they just enough. talked about they just talked about canceling Karen. And I Dane Cook did it in a joke. Dane Cook did it in a joke where he was talking about every group has a Karen, and she's always an asshole who complains at the whatever you know. And it's possible he did get that from Goodfellas. But you're just saying, sorry, you're contending that because Ray Liotta says the name Karen a bunch because the woman's name is Karen. Like, you see why I have a problem Karen! with that? Yeah, but she was also kind of a bitch. It was, it was, mm-hmm. it was the whole contentious But she wasn't like a woman who went in and complained about shit in the hardware store. No, but remember when she... Rossi, I want you to hear the name. Rossi in 4R is a whoer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's possible. Right, okay. It's sure. possible. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I'm okay. with you now, now, so this is what I thought was cool, is Karen is played by... The psychiatrist. The psychiatrist in, in uh, Sopranos, Sopranos, which yeah. they were on... Uh, Rain Bracco. Oh. So the answer might have been right under their nose. I just thought that was interesting, and that, that was a highlight of my week. Lorraine Bracco, who was also in Simon. Basketball Diaries. No, wasn't it a Bronx Tale? Wasn't that the one that we were? She was. Tell your father where you got the money. But I think I feel like she was in Basketball she Diaries. She was in. Too. She was too. I know She's the mom. She yeah. just always plays a mom who's mean to her son. She plays a Karen. 
Would you become a brain? Karen. Kamar, you're right, man. I take it all oh, fucking all back. Circle. That's where Karen comes from. So I, I want to apologize. I didn't put that together last week. But that's what I was when I you mean, made the podcast. That's what I was going to say. It really helps when you listen to the podcast before. Yeah. Yeah. Then you don't have to talk about it the next week. For our that's purposes. True. That's true. So you follow where you got the money. <laughs> Would you become a brain surgeon overnight? <laughs> $600 you've been saving? Things, you know, things. What do you mean uh, things? What things? That is definitely one of my favorite gangster movies. Oh, the best. It's not the best. It's one of the best. Goodfellas. Oh, Goodfellas is definitely the best. All right. Um, Godfather. <clears throat> we did this last week. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Simon, how was your week? Did I ask you already? Uh, well, I hurt myself, which is why we oh, are yeah, hold on. doing the... Okay. Let's get that out of the way. Right. Get out of the way. Today would have been. We had planned to do the field goal today. I was more than ready to prove my worth. Kamar obviously has said he's been ready for, since day one. And Simon hit us up on Friday and said he injured his hip at the dog park. Now, let me just say this. If you injured your hip at the dog park, I can almost guarantee you're not kicking a 30-yard field goal. But that remains to be seen, I guess. So we'll postpone it, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I realize that all you conspiracy-minded people out there may be thinking that there's something amiss here, but I just want to assure everybody, nobody wanted to kick this field goal more than me. I fucking, like, I pushed this harder than anybody. Uh, do we publicly talk about your guys' Fugazi rule for the field goal competition? What is, that Fugazi you can't wear rule? cleats? That you can't wear any shoe footwear you want to wear? No, you just, we all have to wear the same footwear. Yeah. I don't know why you want an advantage. Like, what do you, what do you, you need an advantage, Kamar? It's not an advantage, it's just, I think a running shoe is a disadvantage. Yeah, yeah, but Kamar, so the then point we'll is, all, hold on, hold on. Then we'll all on. kick fucking barefoot I'm if that's I'm, what you I'm, want. I've been thinking about it, I think I might kick barefoot. Well, I, that's a disadvantage for you. I don't think so. How do you think that a running shoe, like a sneaker, is that much worse than a cleat? Because I think... The successful kick will be by a perfect, like it's just a, a sweet spot on the ball you got to hit. Did you watch Pat McAfee talk about it as well? Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I totally agree with you about the sweet spot, Kamar. I just feel like that's reachable with or without a cleat. I'm just saying I've watched some guys kick the ball around and I've never seen someone doing a running shoe. Well, maybe yeah. we'll be the first. Like, I don't understand. You're, you're, all, you're watching the same videos we're all you're watching. Like, why do you want an advantage? I'm like, why field. do we want an impediment? You want me to have to go out and buy a pair you of cleats. You own a pair of cleats. I do not. Well, what do you used to play soccer in? It, it's been fucking seven years since I've played soccer, Kamar. Uh, golf cleats? I'm not playing. Dude, I'm not kicking a field goal and in kick golf a... cleats. Because there is an issue with the plant foot, right? You guys realize that. If you're going to try and plant, you could slide out. Yeah, well, we're going to go on a dry day. First of all, we're doing it on Astro AstroTurf. So there's no okay. issue. And okay. we're going to do it on a dry Actually, day. I don't even know if you would be able to wear your cleats on this AstroTurf. That's fair. Well, if we can break into the I mean, place. we're No, Simon said he went the other day and it was gates open. So I don't think we're breaking into shit. Oh, I wonder how he hurt his leg. <laughs> there were the gates open. <laughs> All right. If you ask Matt, that's where one goes to walk their dogs, Kamar. So you injured yourself which this you, week. Which you would know if you had dogs. And you let all the all the listeners down. 
Um, we'll kick the field goal at some point, man. That's all. I well, can. sooner sorry, than later. I mean, sorry, listen, everyone. We said we were going to do this thing at the crack of spring, and now it's summer, and well, we, you're going to need a month at least. The only thing I think we're going to need to do now that's going to be different is we'll probably have to allow like five kicks prior, so that I can see if I can even do it. Is it a hammy? You know what I mean, it's this. Yeah, that could be all summer. Um, <laughs> so we got to do this challenge. Uh, I was thinking a n- next challenge. Would you guys do top carding? Top carding is great. Because I don't think there's very much advantage there or disadvantage. My only problem with that, Kamara, in all fairness, is it's really hard on my shoulder. Oh, my God. God. No, I'm telling you, because you have to hold going around those fucking turns. Before we get anything, let's get our excuses out there. Can I just say that for a guy who's like sitting here like, I'm going to win all the feats of strength, he sure has a lot of fucking... Fucking Bubba Wallace over here. Whoa, 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 whoa. Top carding is no feat of strength. Okay, I'm, just, I'm put that on the table. We still have to kick a field It's no goal. feet of strength, but it, yet it's too much strain on how, your arm. How, to, how about this? Why don't we do like a game of 21 or some basketball? sort of shooting basketball thing where we're not have, like you have a bad shoulder. Yeah, but I can definitely shoot. Just 21? Well, what do you want to do? Like one I'll on do, one? No, I, I, I was just asking. I mean, I could. You could probably. play American, but you I probably still, can't play I, that. Even with my shoulder, I still feel like I could beat you. Because Americans where three guys can play each other, right? Either way, if you want to play a game of 21, Simon, done. No, horseshoes. I'm, I'm just, horseshoes, great, perfect. Ping pong? There's you want to do some ping pong? Nah, not really, that's not a... Any racket sport, I'm Easy in. way to, yeah, that's a long way to find out a winner. But what? Ping pong, what do you got, played at 21? Yeah, it'll take me three and a half minutes. But we have to play around Robin. And the one thing is the easiest. All right, man. Uh, how's your week, man? What, sorry, just, I'm sorry. Come on, we're doing 10 kicks. It's going to take for fucking ever. Yeah. No, if I buy two balls and we have someone standing behind, it won't take that long. I don't think that's, yeah, well, that's the issue, achieving the it, ball. It certainly won't take any, uh, it'll take the same amount of time as a game of ping pong. But I don't know if I'll be a walk-off guy, just hit it one time, and be like, drop the mic, with it, <laughs> let's go to 40, let's go to 50, personal records. Wow. Is that what we're doing? We just keep going back? Well, I think back. if you hit it on the first try, you owe it to yourself, or... Or, or do nothing. Hold on, hold on. Let's okay. <laughs> I think everyone needs to back the fuck up and realize none of us are athletes. You actually think that one of us has a chance of hitting it first, like walk off with cleats? I, I I'm really confident I could, but okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Bring a pair of fucking cleats. Oh, I'm that bringing day. an array of footwear. Kamar <laughs> right, does it in Kamar does it in bowling get, shoes. Bowling <laughs> shoes, cleats, Jordans. Let's get to Jordan this. ones, Jordans. Yeah, bring those way. fucking Jordans. We That'll be perfect. We didn't know how Matt's week was. Oh, Matt's. Who cares? Let's okay. uh, move on. Right on, perfect. No, no, you don't have to give up your week this week, man. Tell us all about it. There's something to tell. It doesn't all right. matter. All right. Let's keep on, keep on ticking. Uh, well, do you want to go over the guest, Kamar? Oh yes, I do. Thank you for asking. This is a different week from last week. Quite a short week. This uh, is a different week from last week, as the next we week will be different as well. Bang bang, fourteen ninety six, Colian Noir. <laughs> yeah, the discussion with that name before. Uh, talking about uh, guns. Fourteen ninety seven. Let's face it, this should have been an MMA, but it started off interesting uh, with Joe Schilling, and then it finished with a really—you didn't know you wanted to see it, but when it came up, it was good. Fourteen ninety eight. John Stewart. He was—he was one that we said we wanted to see like months ago. Remember when we we had one of those post shows where we kind of went off on guests we'd like to see? He was. I think John Stewart was up there. 
And we tied him in with Chappelle somehow. Because they were touring together. Oh, in the in the text thread? No, no, no. On air, we had said, we were during a post show, we had said it would be great if Jon Stewart was on. That would be a great episode. Because And then Simon and I said it would be incredible if him and Chappelle went on together because they were touring and it would have made sense. But Ah, oh, the tie-in and why not do a twofer? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing I'll say before we get into it is I, I've never wanted... Um, ancient civilizations, some uh, lore, anything. Just it feels like he's balancing the world issues now. Every from one episode <laughs> to the next, like it, 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 it. You know what I mean? No, just say it, Kamar. We need some aliens. We need some Bigfoot. We could use something. Just something. I, I, I was thinking the other day. I could use a <laughs> hunter right now. Oh no! Fuck! Now we're gonna get a hunter. No, even worse, some prick that went to like the Antarctic and did something totally useless. I swear to you, I swear to you, if he has David Goggins on, I am fucking done. Well, no, Peter Schiff's coming on to fucking. All right, we saw some research there, eh? And and a breathing expert. Don't forget that. That'll be a nightmare. Because Joe's into. um, It just turns out to be Wim Hof (laughs) in disguise. an accent i don't think wim hoff could uh find any disguise that would help him no i i felt last week he was sort of pro police and like let's get a grip on the thing and now i think he's sort of this week was almost the other side i find that episode to episode depending on who the guest is not week to week like it really varies depending on who is giving their opinion is which way joe's flopping these days but just somehow the the pandemic all this stuff it's it's pressuring the podcast i feel mm-hmm. whereas in in, in uh, more organized times i mean it could have been it, anything is it though because it's not like he's gone and found somebody who could speak for that the movement you know what i mean well, i like, mean colion stewart is sort of that guy <laughs> colion noir certainly isn't that guy right he's the antithesis almost i felt that and i felt joe Schilling was the other side because we were talking about police, the importance of police, and then all of a sudden we're talking about police brutality again. Mm-hmm. So it felt like it was a bit of a balance. Yeah, but at the end of the day, the Joe Schilling episode still, and it still had, like, a, we need police, don't defund the police. Like, he might have... Well, Joe had to take that stance because Joe Schilling was so hard the other way, and if he hadn't, I feel like, Hold on, we got to rate the it first of all. Nuts. Why are we start? Are we we starting on the second one? No, 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 because oh. that's the second episode. Yeah, we're yeah, just but let's talking about the week. In we got to rate the week. Yeah. So uh, we'll start with uh, Simon. Simon, you rate the week. How are we? Fifteen minutes in, and we haven't rated the week. Yeah, this is well. unreal. Um, I rate this week a wow, a three, a three. Okay, come on. I c- could not have said it better myself. I give it a three. Hmm. Maybe a three and a half. I don't know. Who's the second one again? Joe Schilling. Yeah, There's only three yeah. podcasts. Yeah, yeah, there's only three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, All day yesterday, I was like, ah, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. A secret drop? A Saturday drop, yeah. Yeah, three sounds good to me. We have an agreement. I don't have a button for that yet. Sorry. <laughs> it's going to make for a bad show. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Maddie. <laughs> You are the problem. <laughs> That's as close as I could get. Thank you, Patreon. Couldn't done that, <laughs> that without you. That doesn't work. <laughs> That's not the one, is it? Should have had fucking... Um... Eddie Bravo. NASA has photos of it. 
That's all right. I was thinking... Um, Alex Jones. Thank you. Yeah, no, people don't like the word retard. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Um, I'm doing my best, Maddie. Okay, let's, let's get into it. Let's start with Colian uh, Noir. Noir. Noir, yeah. I know how to we're, speak we're French. We're going to so. do this right. We're not... <clears throat> just because he pronounces his name wrong doesn't mean we have to. Just saying? His own name wrong. I mean, yes and no. Like, think about it. If you Let's say you're a parent and you name your kid Noir, but you spell it Noir... It is not his last name. I'm getting it. Oh. I'm just saying, but he made it up. So if he made yeah. it up to be Nor. Oh, I see. But spelt it, you know what I mean? But then you fall into Nori. He can never make everyone happy. Nori would be N-O-R-I. Except Nori. N-O-R-E. Yeah, N-O-R-E. Nori. Stands because, oh. Can't have, to edit that out. Is. have to edit that out. We yeah. are done. See you later, <laughs> <laughs> Will you still edit it for Ruth, us? Ruth. Yeah. Will you still <laughs> edit it for us? At Astra. Yeah. Well, guys, it was a good oh run for me. I almost God. made it to 90 uh, episodes. That, oh that is one of the biggest hack jokes, though, I always see you guys doing. What? Well, uh, I listened to rap music, and I was with my friend, and uh, he was uh, black, and I don't know if I can sing along to some of the songs because of lyrics. So I say my name, or I say Tuesday, you know what I mean? And then they do a bunch of rap lyrics, change the word out. It's just so hack, that's all. Listen, I used to host, as we know, I used to host hip-hop karaoke, and it was gross because one of the written rules was... Don't say the N word. And this was, it was written this way. Don't say the N word, especially if you're white. And I was like, I was like, I'm not saying this. Yeah. And the dude was like, what do you mean you're not saying this? And I was like, well, I don't know. This, this statement kind of grosses me well, out. Just like, say, don't say the N word. I was like, I'm fine with saying, don't say the N word. That part I'm cool with. But I was like, to single someone out, it just seems like we're going backwards here. Well, what would happen? What do you mean? They go to jail, Kamar. No, no. People would go up and rap along to their favorite song and they just, I mean, listen, I don't know if you remember this, but I think it was a year or two ago, Kendrick Lamar pulled some white girl on stage. Yeah, no, I remember that. From the crowd and had her sing along to Swimming Pools, which has, and the verse that he wanted her to sing along with had like a ton of N-bombs in it. She went after them. And yeah, she she went, she was like full Dr. Dre rule. Just went hard in the paint? Well, the Dr. Dre rule, if you remember, is if you write it, white people have the right to say it because, you know, it's like... uh, not, like writing a book. That was Dr. Dre's rule was if you don't want people, if you don't want white people saying it, don't then put don't it put in it in a rap song because they're the one buying it. Well, this is, here's an interesting example. You guys don't watch TikTok, do you? No. Fuck no. But you do. I try not you to. You know how they sing along to those songs? They lip sync though. They, as they're doing their dance, they lip sync. One of the ones right now has the N word in it. Takashi? So literally, I don't know, is it? Anyways. I don't know who it is. But what I'm saying is, they're, everybody's lip syncing it. You know what I mean? Lip syncing, but not saying it out loud like Matt just did. No, uh, again, but I just, it, I'm surprised that it hasn't been pushed aside by this point on TikTok. Well, you got to realize sensitivity. China. Right, and they hate black people. I believe so. Yeah. I cannot cover that, but that's not their issue there. They'd be more interested if you're on TikTok saying something bad about them. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Well, I know this is a super unpopular fucking statement, seeing as I am white, but I think black I'm people... I'm getting canceled anyways. So. Yeah, since I'm canceled after this episode <laughs> anyway. Who gives a shit? Um, I think... I don't know how black people have kept that word. Like, it's insane to me. That was my last question. This hip-hop karaoke, uh, white people are banned from doing something. 
Sounds a little suspicious, but uh, <laughs> black people can do it. Of course. Okay. And they would, and back and forth? Yeah. Cool. That's cool. I'm glad, uh, uh, I mean, Kamara, listen, I sat there go. I sat there and said it too. I was like, this is the most ridiculous shit ever. Like <laughs> The way he said that. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> cool. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. cool, whatever. Yeah, sure. Okay. Sure, that's well, okay. How do you feel about it? Okay. Uh, no, Kamara, I, I, I my, thought it was gross. My response to that is, listen to the Sam Harris podcast. Well, no, imagine if I had gone out, Kamara, and said to the crowd, blanket statement, guys, don't be violent, especially if you're black. That's uh, f- like... That statement the same is family. absolutely not fucking kosher at all. This it, is pretty. Would be like, what this the fuck? is pretty much the same. I mean, not exactly, but pretty much the same idea of what what's his name was fighting against at Evergreen College. Was yeah. it Evergreen College? Yes. Yeah, I, I feel. Can't it's believe I got area. that right. But it's nice. the same. Look, it's a. This is a microcosm, or one's a microcosm of the other. But like, principle stands. Well, again, saying like we don't want white staff or faculty to show up today, like. Yeah, guys, we used to do this too. That's kind of how this problem started. Exactly. So I don't think you're doing anyone any favors. What's f- hilarious is we got on this because we weren't sure if his name was Noir yeah. or Nori. Well, we'll stick with Nori. Noir. Oh, yeah, and then you went to the Nori, and then yeah. I fucking yeah. canceled myself. Yeah. Thanks, Kamar. So let's get back um, it almost feels like he led you right into that, Maddie. now that I'm looking back. Hey, honey potted me, yeah. yeah. He honey potted He totally me. did. Kamar wants me out of here. I uh, get it. I'm going to help you. Let's move right Giving on. candy to um, Do you guys remember that Steve Seagal cop show? Because I have zero recollection. When he was remember in Louisiana? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't. I wasn't watching Avid. I remember it existed. Okay, I'm. I'm feeling like it's a, a Berenstein Bears thing. There was a time when Steven Seagal was considered badass, though. Um, Legitimately, like he's a punchline. His now. first couple of movies. His first couple of movies. You didn't know about this Aikido stuff. He seemed pretty badass. And he's a big guy. Yeah, I remember my dad had all his fucking like laser disc movies where he'd hyperextend elbows all the time. <laughs> I don't know if it was Rob Schneider or Pat Oswald, but I heard him in an interview once talk about Steven Seagal said, he came up to me on set, I forget what they were working on, and he goes, I just read the most amazing book. And whoever it was was like, oh yeah, who wrote it? He goes, I did. <coughs> That's great. That's Steven Seagal in a nutshell. So, should we talk a little bit about guns? I, I sure. found this hard to listen to be, as a Canadian, and guns are just so far away and difficult. Like, it's not like... I mean, they brought us up, I think, Canada, but this, yeah. is, like, this is a right that was, we had that we got taken away. It's just it's just different. I um, I mean, my opinions on guns have changed a lot over the years, but regardless of what I think, just as far as this guy goes, he seems so level-headed, right? Like, really, his arguments seem pretty sound. Yeah. But then he'll say something like, um, yeah, I, I, I don't believe in a cool-down period. And a three-day wait period. A three-day wait gun. period. Yeah. And Joe will say, well, I mean, let's just say the situation is you got a guy, he just caught his wife, whatever. Who knows what it is? And the three-day wait period makes him, two days is enough to make him think. Sleep it uh, off. Whatever, whatever. And this guy says, well, you know, what if somebody needs to get that gun immediately for their protection? And I'm like... Okay, look, if you need a gun immediately for your protection, like immediate, immediate, just go to the police station and hang out there until, or or head out to the mountains or whatever the fuck. Like, I just feel like the amount of times that you're going to need that gun right away, as opposed to that wait period being super good at three days, which seems so reasonable. You know what I mean? No? 
what you're saying this guy sounds level-headed and reasonable until he says no three days is just out of control well yeah just every once in a while he would like i don't know maybe well, that, i'm being that, unreasonable. that one example he's biased because he knows how he is about guns so like, I should be able to well, walk but by he gun. didn't. I, I I doubt there was a situation where he needed a gun that would sooner than three I days. I find all pro gun people are definitely like um, discount the crazy people out there and think you know ninety eight percent of anyone getting involved with firearms is responsible and following all these things. Well, I mean that is probably true if you're an no. NRA member. You well, know maybe, what yeah, I mean? okay. No, but it, that's who they're thinking of. They're like, I take care of my shit, so the next guy does too. But that's ridiculous. That's like saying everybody's a good driver. No, everybody's a terrible driver. You have to be a great driver to be able to fucking navigate the yahoos out there. I mean, even then, like, the whole... I don't know. It's just weird, because, like, we we don't live in a gun society. Well, we are going to be living in a less gun society, because they're taking them all away. Seemed rather false flaggy after what Joe said, too. Uh, well, oh, my God. I have some things to talk about that Nova Scotia thing. That I thought, Was that in this episode? Yeah. Yes. Well, that was a super weird moment. So be, just I'll get this out of the way. Okay. Because of that, they're taking away all the guns. Uh, I have a friend uh, who I was talking to who, who wants to get a gun right now, and he's telling me he knows another guy who has $30,000 in guns right now, and he has to give them all up. Because of this ban from the yeah. Nova Scotia, don't team. they don't they pay you for the guns? I, I I was just surprised. He didn't know this guy had this many guns. I don't think that's that's many guns. I think they're pretty expensive guns he had. But even then, Simon, when does the government give you full value for anything they're forcing to yeah, buy? But I that, think because they're giving you a tax rebate or something, you'll it's just get just full the value sensation of the government saying you what you once did. Sorry, there's no gray area. There's no okay. As long as you follow these guys' line. We're taking it. It just—it's a weird thing, and maybe, maybe a slippery slope. I mean, my problem with calling in noir was just things that, uh, like, when he was talking about, well, you know, what they want us to train for ten hours, ten hours of training. What? So we agree to that, and the next thing you know, it's twenty hours of training. Then that's not good enough. Then when it's fifty hours of training, like, <clears throat> first of all, if you're four responsible gun owners, what do you care? About 20 hours of training. It's just shooting. You get to shoot. Yeah, you should be... Ex- like, I just don't... I don't really get... Now, again, we don't live in a gun society, so... And I enjoy shooting guns. But the- if we did live in a gun society, I would want that society to be as well-trained as possible. So if that means 50 hours of training, I'm just... Like, again, you're getting your gun. And if you're a responsible dude, and you don't need that gun right away to go shoot somebody then you're not going to have a problem waiting. You know what I mean? I think that's a valid point. The problem the problem is the Constitution, because think about it like this. like You have to put a fence around your pool. You might be the most responsible pool owner in the world, yeah, but, but enough you, kids, hold on, enough kids drowned that we all said, guess what? It doesn't matter how responsible you feel like you are. If you, you want to put a pool in your backyard, we're putting up a, a little fence. That's just how it's going to be. And everyone said, fine. For some reason, guns, though, yeah. But you know, even with the pool, there's more to it than that, right? Like everything you said is absolutely legitimate, but it also has to do when you're not home. Sure, yeah, somebody some random person. In, I get it. Yeah. yeah, but fine. All that, even then, the same thing with a gun. Like mm-hmm. you can sit there and say, I'm a responsible gun owner. Maybe you don't have a, I don't know. I'm, again, we don't live in a gun fucking country. Listen, so. it should be the, look, we let people, we let them get in the car and drive right away. It's crazy. Like there should be way more no, training. No, you can't just get in the car and drive right away. No, I know, but like. Oh, you can. I guess if you get 365, you have to be with someone. I feel like, again, 
something that should just be a thing that's taught in school long before you ever start driving is rules of the road. Like they should be getting you ready for things that are important in life. Don't get me started on this. But even then, Kamar just brought up a good one. Like you used to, in Ontario, you used to not need a boater's license. You should just be able to, oh, I, I can just figure this out. Hop behind the I wheel. I mean, I feel like I could figure it out, but. <laughs> sure. I mean, listen, I, you know, the test takes like a couple hours. No, no, so I, just, all- I don't know the rules of the pylons and shit, like who goes on what side and where you go in this and sure. where you stop. And Yeah, yeah. And that's all stuff that, you know, helps, obviously, and you should know. But my point is, is no one, you know, we didn't lose it when they were all of a sudden like, hey, you need to take a test to drive a boat. You know what I think? Right. It yeah. Be- it's, it's about the Constitution. You can own as many guns as you want, but it's very comprehensive when you buy bullets. If you buy 100 bullets, they're all traced back to you. So yeah. if you give someone bullets and they shoot a gun, like just the bullets are totally, you can only have your bullets. You can't give bullets to someone That's else. That's a totally great idea, Kamar. But criminals are always going to find, like it's like he said, if you give up the guns and nobody has guns, there are still going to be guns. You know what I mean? Because there's guns, yeah. No, and, but that's what, like, Criminal. If you're a criminal, you're already breaking the law to do the crime you're going to commit. Why on earth wouldn't you break this new law of not having a gun? You if know? you were to go down this road, which I'm not saying, I've said many times before, they've got too many guns. They've got their constitution. They're going to do things the way they want to do. But if you got rid of all the guns, then you'd make it easier on the road of getting rid of, because any other gun you saw after that is now... Not even yeah, a yeah, debate. I understand, but, but that's not gonna happen. And I'm not. I don't even know where I stand on this. Like, legitimately, I don't know if I'm against the idea of having guns. If everybody is, if it's a much more responsible process, you know what I mean. If you're doing some trip into the bear country, you'd want to be able to have a gun. Well, that's a yes for sure. That's a different scenario, though. I don't know if you can forget right about now. that. Let's talk about the way it's written in there. I think the only thing keeping the U.S. government at bay is the fact that their public is as loaded as they are. I think that's the only thing. Loaded with money or loaded? With guns. With guns. Sorry, explain that to me. Well, think about their, their, their government is clearly up to some wild shit. And it's clear that if there weren't 300 million guns just lying around their streets, that they might be up to some even crazier. Oh, it would be China. Is that what you're saying? Sure. Yeah. I mean, like, think about the way shit's going down right now in the States. I mean, if none of them had guns. in check somehow. You don't want me to give you my Joe Rogan, Simon moment again, but you know what it is. It's fucking, you know why the Second Amendment is there. To protect the first one. Yeah, that's what the idea is. To um, protect yourself from a tyrannical government. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. That too. Um, yes, that's what I was saying. Anyway. Um, yeah, I know. <clears throat> I'm agreeing with you wholeheartedly. I had another point. Fuck. Whatever. I just don't feel like as a Canadian, I'm like clamoring. If I had guns, I think I'd be on the other side, go, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But it's like. Mm-hmm. Well, the weird thing to me. How we were raised. <clears throat> the weird thing to me is that like this guy sits there and a lot of people do this and it's fine. Maybe they're right. Maybe they're wrong. Um, it's weird to, to say something. And he said this like to be like, it's the perfectly written document. It might be. But then for him to be like, I know what they were trying to, to say back then. Like how? First of all, these people said everyone was created equally while having slaves. So how can you trust anything they say? They didn't know about cell phones. Is that what you mean? Well, I'm just saying a little bit of a weird, you know, especially this guy being African-American. It's a bit weird of a juxtaposition to be like, these guys wrote the perfect document. Like, yeah, but they all had slaves. All, was, every single one in that room had of an imperfect practice. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, it's a weird one. I don't listen. Maybe their constitution is perfect. I mean, freedom of speech. That's a. Seems like a pretty good fucking thing. 
which we don't have. Um, so, you know, sorry. No, no, I, I think my thought was done. I mean, I think Americans have the rights to guns. They should keep fucking guns. Their government is nuts. Buy as many <laughs> as you fucking can. How about Elmer Fudd no longer using a gun? No more rifle while he hunts Bugs Bunny. So what do they so- decide to replace it with? A scythe? Uh, wasn't a spiked bat? No, it was a scythe. <laughs> the thing the fucking Grim Reaper carries. So now he's chasing him around with something he has to bloody him to death when before you could just put a simple hole in him. Not to mention the point they make that right after he blows him up with dynamite. Like, this is crazy. And he shoots himself. Because I'm thinking to myself, look, if I'm a guy at Looney Tunes and they're making me get rid of the rifle and this is what we're doing now, just give Elmer Fudd a net. You know what I mean? And he just catches Bugs Bunny. Then you don't have to, why give him an even deadlier, sorry, not deadlier, but like give him a fucking katana blade. Give him a bow. You know what I'm saying, Maddie? Give him a bow. I mean, at this For point, sure. why are we still making Looney Tunes cartoons? Why not? Looney Tunes making, are amazing. We're still making babies. Well, they were amazing when we were kids, but they were also horribly racist. So, I mean, oh, why, no, why they're not, not just... They're not doing that anymore. Yeah, but again, if you're going to remove the guns and the racism and all that, like, what are we stuck with? You're stuck but with... But you're a, saying remove, like, Bugs Bunny and Donald Duck... or and yeah, Daffy just get Duck rid of all existence? of it. No. Not from, I'm not saying erase it from existence. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying don't make new... We well, don't need then you new... Ha- you have to say the same thing about Mickey Mouse because you're talking about Nazi propaganda. Why am I... I don't understand. Because Walt Disney was a it's huge nonsense. Yeah, I understand slope that, of but the cancel culture. Well, what do you mean? If we're going to cancel Looney Tunes, I'm not because- saying cancel Looney Tunes. I'm just saying there's to me like well, I don't I don't think kids need Looney Tunes now. Does, do we need 40 years? Well, of Looney then they Tunes? they don't need Mickey Mouse either. Well, they probably don't need Mickey okay, Mouse. Well, let's cancel it all then. <laughs> well, no, but let's my, cancel nothing. Maybe we need shared but, memories though. But why is it, Simon? I'm not even talking about canceling them. What I'm saying is why do we? Why do we need? Why do they need Looney Tunes? Who cares? So we can connect with the young people. Well, I don't know because Bugs Bunny and those are great characters. Not everything revolved around racism in that cartoon. What was Bugs Bunny? Mm. Well, Bugs Bunny. No, there be were, weird. That'd wait, be weird. Hold on, back, back up, back up. There were tons that didn't revolve around racism. Um, Roadrunner and Wile E. Coyote. None of that had any racial undertone to it at all. Fine. Okay. So they shouldn't. Again, but again, like overly, but the super, water, but you know? super violent. Overly violent. They're, but they're both trying to kill each other with anvils the whole time. And Speedy Gonzalez was just a fast mouse. Nobody ever Mexican. Got, only the coyote Mexican got is hurt. fuck. I didn't say anything. He's just a mouse. He's fast. Okay, sure. And the Tasmanian devil was really like crude. No, he was a meth head. Well, even worse. That's he was a, a Tasmanian depression. devil. They go, they go crazy. That's the really? whole thing. I've never Pepe seen Le Pew that. is a rapist. I mean, French rapist. Oh, de- okay. I'm definitely behind that. No. Pepe Le Pew. Hold on a second. Yes. That I, I, whole he cartoon. He spent the whole time trying to rape that, that other fucking. That poor cat wanted nothing to do with him. Fell in a bucket of white paint. and That's a. Yeah. It's a tough break. Anyways, I was going somewhere there, but I'm going to hold back. Okay, Simon. All I'm saying is like, yeah, I get it. In like the early, early 1900s, Mickey Mouse was a part of some weird shit. But then for the next hundred years, there was no real. It was all just ha ha. Oh hey. Um, Need I remind you of something called the Mickey Mouse Club? Go on. That's pedophiles, right? I mean, 
the Epstein clubs all all tied in there, man. And all of those people became super uber famous in Hollywood or in singers. Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears, Ryan um, Gosling, Ryan Gosling, Christina Aguilera. Like the list goes on and on and on and on. I saw the most interesting thing on Tom Hanks today. Oh my lord! Tom Hanks with an X or with an S? With three X's. Is this some sort of uh, dirty cinema? No, it was a whole, this guy did this whole like um, three-part series on something all about Mr. Hanks. Because before I always just was like, I heard about this and, you know, I thought it was weird with the X, but now they're like showing you why they're talking about this guy. They're supporting their conspiracies. Woo! It's bad. Oh, yeah. It's rotten. Oh, yeah. And no one cares. Did you know that there was a guy, this guy, Rafa, Rafi, some, um, he's an actor. He was in a bunch of stuff. I can show you his uh, IMDb. And apparently he had come out and- And he committed suicide? Accused- Isaac, apparently, Isaac Cappy or something? Ju- yeah, Cappy jumped off a bridge. And the video he made right before he supposedly jumped off that bridge was like, and guys, if I ever jump off a bridge- just know, I didn't want to jump off a bridge. That's the typical thing you say. Anyways, if you want to die uh, for we won't get stuck on that in this, but, but we're talking about in the post, Joe. Just to get stuck on the the uh, cancel culture, uh, unintended consequences. You heard about Aunt Jemima. Yep, all of them. Uncle Ben, Uncle ben. No, but, and Mrs. But Butterworth. The family of Aunt Jemima said, "What the fuck are you doing? You're erasing our our family legacy." And, and they're not a lot of money for them. I imagine. I did not read. I thought that's what it was, it's but still it was called just, Aunt Jemima's, isn't it? It was just interesting, like, there's no experts in this. There's no experts in this. People think they know what they're doing, but... Dude, that was so good. That was such a great... There are no experts in this. There are no experts Like, if we get rid of all these cartoons, and this problem, this problem, this problem will go away. Again, I, I, I... If Matt wants to argue the violence, because he's right. Uh, a lot of those are really uber-violent. But, I mean... Maybe the new, I haven't watched the new Looney Tunes, so I don't even know. Maybe like they, maybe the coyote doesn't get beat up as much anymore. I have, I have no idea, Maddie, so I can't really argue that point. I mean, I don't even care. I'm not even talking about, can't. I'm, listen, the fact that they still show old Looney Tunes unedited with just a crazy warning at the beginning is. Oh, I'm sure they pulled a bunch by now. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. have you not seen what they do? Dude. Well, they had to pull a bunch right away because I'm pretty sure they had smoking in some of the Looney Tunes. Hold on. Either way, they have a massive warning at the beginning now that says, like, we we show this unedited because to not show it edited or to show it edited would do un... un uh, whatever. And six-year-olds are reading this? I guess. I don't know. Fuck. Ridiculous. Thank God the best one of the best Looney Tunes is when he uh, Bugs Bunny goes with the opera singer. Figaro, 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 Figaro. I love the one where he gets the frog that sing. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, Dude. my ragtime. Well, that's a little cringy, isn't it? That's a little cringy. Is Remember it? Chappelle? I fucked that frog. It was yeah. it was vaudeville. Yeah, so well, Michigan no J Frog was. That's pretty racist. There's a difference between there's a slight difference between vaudeville and what was it called? Blackface minstrel. The minstrel, minstrel shows, shows. yeah. Mm. Same time period. Nah, I'm just okay. It's not my favorite one anymore. Let the cartoons fly. I I really no, but legitimately, like, and I'm not trying to cover my tracks here because I don't give a fuck. Um, 
I had no idea that that had any racial undertone to it at all. I didn't think you did. Yeah, I, I actually found this difficult to listen to because I'm not yelling at them going, well, this guy doesn't always talk about or yes, thank God, someone's fighting for more. It's just like, yeah. I mean, you know, you know, like, obviously, words I've always lived by are DTA. Don't trust anybody. Mm-hmm. And I think it applies, especially now. Um, thank you, Sylvester Stallone. But it also don't talk about. Like I think those that's just also good words to live by these days. You know what I mean? Don't talk about what you're really thinking. Don't trust anyone and just don't talk about. I feel like the message is we have to talk about everything. Well, Simon's is don't talk about. It's a fractured sentence. That's his Don't talk about. Don't trust anyone. Don't talk about And sorry, this is a little bit off topic, but on topic. And you see now the Simpsons are getting rid of, if you, the the person doing the character has to be the same color. Yeah, well, it happened on Big Mouth. The girl who played the little black girl stepped down, and the guy who played Cleveland stepped down. And 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 have you seen the memes? They'll say, hey, we just wanted to defund police. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> Do you know that Nick Kroll's dad's a multi-billionaire? I just found that out. I actually. didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that, I, I didn't want to bring that up because that would go my um, successful people coming from privilege. But that is, that is privilege. Yeah. Dude, there's these well, two it's guys. like Ben Stiller. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm not No, no, there's a billionaire. These, there's these two guys <laughs> no, from no, Montreal no. that have this, like, vlog or blog, whatever they do. And... Uh, they were talking about Jenny Slate leaving and they were like, the character that she plays on the show is half Jewish and half black. Yeah. And they go, Jenny Slate is Jewish. Yeah. So when she's doing that voice, is she not still representing half of that character? Like, why does she... And these guys are both black, keep in mind. Is that Ab and Preach? Yeah, Ab and Preach, yeah. Ab was just on Schultz's show. Oh, was he? Okay. I know. Sorry, and I'm, I'm being serious here, okay? Like, as a Jewish person, yeah. aren't I punching up I don't know what that means. What do you mean? You've said punching up today 10 times to me. Like punching down would be like um, uh, your your white privilege and you're punching down on people who are less and making fun of them. You know what I so mean? So you're saying Jews are lower than black people? No, I'm saying? saying that like if you're oppressed, yeah. I, I just... Again, there's no experts in this, and they do not know what they're trying to do by getting rid of the stuff or saying you have to be black to do a black she, cartoon character or you have the, to be a snake to do a snake character. If they are, but especially in this case, to Matt's point, if she is black and Jewish, then don't equally you a Jew and a black person have a right to play that character? Or someone of that descendants. Or can race. a Jew only play that character if it's a white person with... You know what I mean? Well, but if, even then, can then do you have to cast specifically an African-American Jew to well, play that I'm role? I'm very confused, yeah. Well, that's what I'm... Like, where does it end or where... I don't know. Where does it begin? I mean, uh, you know, do you have to write that into the script specifically as well? Like, this person is of... Because I also assume there's been times where... Actually, maybe not. No, maybe it has. Because I'm thinking about casting calls. Normally, it calls for a race. But I'm thinking about maybe it's just male, 32 to 40. And maybe a black dude shows up and they're like, fuck it, this is our guy. It, they have to put race. Because what if they're casting for a certain... Well, no, I, sometimes they definitely do, mm-hmm. Simon. But I'm mm-hmm. saying, sometimes maybe they just leave it open. Maybe say, those well, days are numbered. Yeah, who knows? And, and maybe they specific. just know what 
color they're looking for before they go in and are just running the exercise anyway, so they're not called racist. Yeah, that too. That too, for sure. Like, God forbid we would think that Hollywood was, like, deceitful and thinking one step ahead. I won't have it. Yeah, sorry, man. Those are your peeps. <laughs> I think they're more your peeps. Now that, you see, now that's a problem. That was racist. That's a problem. You better uh, mark hey, that down because hey, Kamar's getting canceled Look at the shade here. Too. Look at the shade here, man. And I got bad eyes. You know, it's true. <laughs> He's handicapped. like punching sideways. Yeah. I don't even see where I'm punching. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy. Disabled, oh, like Jay, man. Oh man! Um, but I think I, I I like I forget who said it this week, but it's not white privilege; it's rich privilege. So that you could be any color, and if you're wealthy, that's really the basis of your privilege. Yeah, but that's what that. Uh, who were the two political people that were on two weeks ago? One of them was an Indian gentleman. Yes, it was that radio show. I forget their name. Oh, the Hill. What were their names, though? A great question. She had a made-up name, Katie. Crystal Ball. Crystal, Crystal Ball. Ball yes, yeah. she did have a made-up. But name. it wasn't made up. It was for real. Either way, what he was saying was, you know, he was talking about how whenever you see these corporations um, giving you some message like we stand behind black people during this tough time, it's really just to distract you from the fact that that it's a class warfare more than it's uh, C- about cigar race. and jetty. That's mm-hmm. it. Thank you, Kamar. Either way. I know. I, I agree with that. And them, you absolutely. agree with that or you don't agree with that, Matt? I agree with that. I mean, keep in mind, racism is a real thing. Don't fucking sit uh, yes. here. Don't fucking sit here and kid yourself that it doesn't exist. Well, no, I just want to make that abundantly clear. Yeah, no. I no, think but racism, nobody's calling you a racist. Yes. No, I don't. Well, go ahead. Call me what you want. I don't give a fuck. I don't even read anything anymore. Here, so. No, I'm saying I'm not calling you no. a racist. Um, this I thought was interesting. So he went pretty hard in the paint about the two women who started Black Lives Matter, the organization. Them being Marxists. Being Marxists and yeah. coming out and saying that, that that's what they were. And the goal of Marxism is to dethrone whatever power structure is there. Um, Antifa has the exact same goal. Yeah. We don't know who the leader of Antifa is. Um, it's Gavin McInnes. No, it's not. Fuck you, Perry. Um <laughs> <laughs> wow, take it to the streets. Not enough just to fight in the DMs now, eh? <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. But it would totally make sense. Like, let's just say, and again, I am not saying that racism isn't real. I'm yeah. not saying that people shouldn't stand up for what they believe in. What I may be insinuating is that because we don't actually know who the leader leaders of these organizations are, that's kind of weird. I would say it's sort of like this just random one. Antifa or these things are like Leaf fans. There's no head Maple of Leaf, Leaf fans, fans you're talking about, but they all cheer for the leaves. Right. They <clears> show no up. Head of they this, show but they all up, cheer for disruption. They show up at all the places where uh, anarchy will help in some sort of. So all I was saying was these two parties, like the Black Lives Matter, if it is a Marxist type of thing and people just don't even know what they're, what that organization itself is fighting for. Um, again, not saying that that movement, the movement to, to get equality and defund the police, that's something different. Like, I'm just talking about this, the name, and that organization. They would be two that would work very well together. You know what I'm saying? They both have the same goal, pretty much, is to just 
if it's a Marxism thing. I feel like they're working together. I mean, not they are calling each other at night, but they they march together. Well, I think they just, are calling each other at night. And no, hear this. Is this, no is this Black Lives Matter? <laughs> My daughter was watching something today. It's on Netflix right now. It's called Alt-Right mm-hmm. or Rise of the Alt-Right or mm-hmm. something. I don't know if either of Paid you have watched for that. by Soros? Well, that's what I was asking. I was like... I, I just kind of was listening and watching as I was walking in and out doing stuff. And I was like, who is this? Like, who who's looking good in this? You know what I mean? Where Where is this coming from? And they had a black guy who was the spokesman for Antifa. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I the whole thing was confusing to me. And this is on Netflix right now. And I'm just like, what's happening? What's going on? Yeah, I don't know. This guy brought up a good point, though, before I forget. Um, We were talking a few weeks ago about defund the police. And I was saying I didn't look at defund the police as abolish the police, which I think is a different thing. Because you were calling me out saying you can't get rid of police. And that's not what I was talking about. I was saying, because this guy mentioned it. He was like, some people, when they say defund the police, they mean reallocate those funds. Stop buying fucking rubber bullets. Stop buying gas masks. Stop buying tanks. We don't need that shit. And that's all I was saying a few weeks ago, or two weeks ago. Last I think week, it was last week. And we also yeah. got in a bit of a tiff about uh, me and Simon thought maybe you should train people how to get arrested. And at one point I did bring up that some of those kids, if they were to take this mock course or whatever, would become cops and would remember that experience and hopefully not want to propagate that. Okay, well, I'm glad you brought that up. Just real quick. <clears throat> I was thinking about the Central Park Five, which I know is just one specific incident, but the whole like teaching kids how to deal with the cops... Think about that one kid in the Central Park Five who just got conned in yeah. to, to going along just because the cop said so. Like, I just don't think we should be teaching kids that like, hey, you should just go along with these good guys and it'll be a lot easier for you in the end. And like, I, I just, Hold- again, I understand what, just let me finish. I understand what you guys are saying in principle. I get it. You're saying it would be a lot easier if everyone knew how to deal with the police a little bit better. I get that in principle. I'm just saying I don't. No, but let's use your case then. Sure. Um, and let's not even use principle. Let's use real life. Okay. I'm not... Whatever this course is that we're suggesting, mm-hmm. it's not a one-shot deal. It would be a course. So some of it would be, yeah, dealing... What happens if you end up in handcuffs? The The other part of that would be, like you were saying, know your fucking rights and know that when you get pulled down, you are just saying lawyer, 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 and you don't stop saying fucking lawyer until they put a lawyer in front of you. Like, okay, but that's a different course you're talking about now. Last week, it was just you need a course on well, how to... Wow, this is it's organic. All, it's, it's fluid. All in, well, I'm it's, just saying. It's I mean, all in one, man. Growing. It's all teaching people how to... And again, wouldn't be necessary if, like we all agree... There was no corruption. You well, know no, what we I just mean? trained cops how to deal with people. That would solve the problem. We all agree. Even better. That. How about this? We, I was thinking about teachers and how teachers get, uh, like every third year or every fourth year, they get to take a year off. and go Sabbatical? And, yeah, just go spend. I think, I think that's just professors. Fine, but either way, there's, the idea is that you're supposed to go and learn. And no, it's not because my, my uh, cousin's husband... Is it like a elementary school teacher? And he can take every fourth year off to go. But again, you have you don't just take it off and go to Maui. You go and you learn something more and whatever. You get paid while you're doing it. I think cops should probably do the same thing. So again, instead of rubber bullets and tanks, every fourth year, you spend one whole year training, retraining. Aikido. And again, during that training too, there's someone watching you. 
And if in that fourth year they're like, this guy's not fit anymore, then guess what? You lose your fucking job. What I was thinking or thinking that we weren't thinking about is something we always say is in Another huge thing here is uh, either decriminalizing or legalizing drugs. Well, we have to do that. I mean, imagine how many of these situations are because cops are looking for a baggie of coke or whatever. You know what I mean? Or a joint. Or what? what, Well, (laughs) Joe Schilling brings that up. But just that's not even defunding the police. That's just taking a whole thing they do out of it. Do you ever watch live PD? I don't think I can anymore. It wasn't canceled. Either way, I used to watch like YouTube clips of it, and it's all, dude. It's always just a cop. Like, come on, man. Just I know you got a dime bag somewhere. The whole situation is because they're trying to. That's it. And then someone pulls out like a dime bag, and next thing you know, they got ten dime bags, and maybe there's a gun, and like, fine, they have a gun, but the whole thing started because of a fucking. What's that story, Joe? Sorry to cut you off, Matt. What's that story that Joe always tells? Where it's the teacher who goes, not the teacher, the cop who goes into the school. It's a like a hot chick, and she hooks up with the boyfriend, a kid, and says, get me drugs. And he's not even a drug druggie. And he goes and gets her drugs because she's so fucking hot and he loves her. And he's and then she turns around and arrests him. The ultimate honeypot. Like that, even that's then, dirty. Why pool, are you, you well, know? I mean, uh, that's the whole thing. Like, why are you trying to arrest? What are you going to get that guy and be like, tell us who your fucking dealer is? Like, it, well, that's what they they thought that they could like extort this guy into fucking God, ridiculous. the dealer they're looking for is. 12 people up from that little kid. You know what I mean? And you're never getting to him through that. That's what I'm saying. But still, they're trying to, and and, uh, there's no pushback here, cancel syrup, cancel rice, cancel cartoons, whatever, when the big thing is decriminalizing drugs. Like, how does that come up into the realistic conversation? Well, what did I say right away last week about that? Was it last week? I don't even remember. But, like, if they're now going to cancel Uncle Ben's and all of that, which, if that's what you got to do, it, like if people are offended by that and that's what I, 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 who am I to say, but then you have to do the same thing with the Braves and the Indians. There is no more argument anymore. Immediately. They are not lesser than black people. You, you know what I'm saying? These are two oppressed people and both, if one is awarded to one, then you have to award the same. Otherwise it's totally hypocritical. Well, I've said it before. The Redskins could keep their name and just change the logo to like a Redskin potato. Problem solved. Right. We don't need to get but into that whole the thing again. But you see what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> 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 totally, yeah. But I'm just saying. And the way they would do it, too, is they'd somehow make the potato look exactly like the chief. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. people could just His like His face is in there. No, no, no. no. It would it look like a longhouse or pie. something. Same thing. The Indians just do like someone from India. Yeah. So they just talk. Waving. Some butter Hello. chicken and some vindaloo. They talk yeah. about it twice in this episode. Um, no, Sorry. In this week mm-hmm. that and i think i told you guys about it it was that video of the guy getting pulled over I, I think he's a white guy and um the cop comes up and he's like uh telling him to give him his license or, or to get out of the car and the guy's like i was going five kilom or five miles over the speed limit like what are we doing here and the guy's like well then i'm gonna pepper spray you so get out of the car and this is all and they're having like a semi rational conversation but the cop is obviously a real douche and then he goes to try and pepper spray him and the pepper spray doesn't work and he goes well it's your lucky day my pepper spray doesn't work and the guy's like are you guys watching you know what i mean this is crazy. this guy's crazy and then he pulls out a taser and fucking he gets his way yeah it is it's bonkers sounds like that but guy yeah joe must have just seen it this week because 
Dude, I saw one the other day where this cop, this huge black cop, standing with two other cops in front of this old white guy. And so the the, the huge black cop has his um, camera turned off. Like his body camera's not on. Okay. But another cop that's approaching, his body cam's on and captures the whole thing. So this black cop is standing in front of this old white dude. And he's like, what's your fucking problem? He's, they're having like a conversation. And he's like, would you feel better if you slapped me? Why don't you slap me? Just go ahead. Hit me across the face. Will it make you feel better? It'll make you feel better, right? Come on, go ahead and do it. And so the white guy looks at him and he goes, you're not going to arrest me? And he goes, of course I'm not going to arrest you. <laughs> and dude, this guy, sla- this guy slaps him, but like this slap is almost comical. And it's almost like the guy just did it to be like, all right, I'll slap you. We're, you know, I guess this is what we're doing. But like, and then this black dude takes him to the fucking ground. Another honeypot. And you're just like, what are we doing here? Like, what is happening? Are we just arresting people for the sake of doing it now? Which we clearly are. I also think about like how many lives have been ruined because of like a small, like think about the path someone takes, like, you get arrested for weed when you're young and you end up like maybe in juvie because you get a shit lawyer or you just have a shit deal and your whole life could change because of that one fucking your terrible. It could out. even be less than that, Maddie. It could just be a case of how you, if you decide to resist or not, you know what I mean? Like that, just that in itself could. Make but even then break. there's times where dudes don't arrest and the cops still are like a re- resist, resist. That's yeah. what I said. Isn't you said it? arrest. Okay. Sorry. Resist. There's times where guys still don't resist and the cops are like, of course they're of Matt. And I'm not debating that fact. I think, but most of the time I, I would like to think that most of the time, regardless of color, regardless of anything, if you don't resist, You'll get arrested, but maybe like the resisting just makes them angry. Like at, in yeah, here's my problem you know? though is <clears throat> again, most of the time they blow it out of proportion. Where like a cop could just talk to you calmly, yep, and be like, "Okay, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put you in cuffs. I have to detain you. I have to whatever." But instead, they do this whole fucking super militarized thing where you get slammed into a wall or slammed into the ground or some shit. And hold on, and that there then puts you in a fight or flight mode. What was that? I was backing up your hold on. <laughs> Thank you. No, it puts, Sorry, I just did it. But Simon, it then puts you, an untrained civilian, in a situation where you're now in fight or flight but mode and you're like... Matt, everything I, you're saying is true. And imagine if you haven't done anything. I mean, we're let, let's even put you in a position where maybe you have done something. Maybe like, and, and I won't use George Floyd, but maybe you've done... Let's just pick a mundane thing. Maybe you've uh, fuck, shoplifted. Right, maybe that you've shoplifted, and a, a floor walker has followed you out of the store and points you out to a cop. Like, let's say you've stolen thirty dollars worth of shit. You know what I mean? Like, at that point, you're gonna get slammed to the ground. I mean, it just seems fucking like why can't we? And I get it. The cops are constantly like, "Well, what if they have a gun? What if they have a knife?" The cops are sorry. My counter to this, Matt, is going to sure. be these cops have to assume, especially in places that have high crime and things like that, like they have to you have to assume that people are moving on you. You know what I mean? Like if you don't and you're caught blindsided, like that would be crazy. You may never see your family again. So I I see both sides to this. I see your point and I see the point I'm making. Okay, but they have a lot of stuff in place. Keep that in mind. They have a lot of stuff in place for police where it's set up so that you're not going to get shot if you do it all correctly, right? And it doesn't involve a knee to the back or abusing anyone. Of course. And the same way you see sometimes where the cops put the knee on the throat and all those terrible things, you also see when a cop just goes up for a a normal 
pull over and like we've seen this video and the guy just reach and shoots him you, you know what i mean like sure. all of those things can happen on both sides if you legalize yeah. drugs you take all a that lot crime of them away. won't happen i agree with that so I, I i think that's the only way trump could win the election now oh, oh and isn't that interesting a that right uh, you can go back long before covid and listen to Simon saying the way Trump is going to win this election is right at the end. He's going to legalize marijuana federally and he's going to get all the young vote for it. I think it's got to be more than just marijuana, but I think he's in a tough place right now if he wants to win. Didn't he just retweet a video of someone yelling white power? Sure. Can I tell you my theory? Hold on, wait. About why is that a sh why is well, that a brush off for cause, you? Because because you support a racist. I'm just curious. And and, and Biden's a rapist. And yeah, like oh, yeah, all, all of that. They're, they're all trash of garbage. <laughs> There's nothing new. Nothing can be done. But you can't back up. But stop. <laughs> it's come on. Did I'm he, just asking. Is it not time I, to I get off the I've, Trump train? I haven't, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Well, Fine. you know why I'm getting off the train? Because he just couldn't build the wall. Yeah, that's stupid. Can't even build the wall. I can't. You were you never know. on the Trump train because he was building a wall. Well, that's something I can hold against him. Here, Kamar, I'm gonna, this is the problem is you can't, like, it's tough to have a real, everyone's like, let Kamar speak, but then you talk that let shit. Let me and, see that video and see what it. Forget I about think, the video. Do you well, not? Well, the, let that's me just the whole ask, thing we're on, about. Let me just ask you at this point, though. At this point of his presidency, do you not think Donald Trump is maybe just a little bit potentially racist? No more than anyone else in politics. Like Nancy Pelosi? There's no way uh, he is more of a racist than Nancy Pelosi. You didn't answer my question. Do you see her with? Why the won't you answer Africa? my question? Can can I? No, can I, I don't think so. Can and I? No more than anyone else, who 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 we stand here and support and do not condemn. Kamar, who do I, we? Do I support Nancy oh, Pelosi? Oh, we don't support any of them, really. Well, no, we're Canadian, so go ahead, Simon. No more racist than Trudeau. I'm gonna help you here if you want to be helped. I don't feel I need help here. You do need help. You need serious help. I'm gonna step in and help you if you want. <laughs> I still feel the crazy attempts to get rid of this guy outweigh his... Um, he just asked you if he thought he was racist and you wouldn't say yes. I don't Why think he is racist. Holy fucking moly. Okay. Well, there we go. It's fine if you don't think he's I racist. Can, I, can, I can sit here and say Trump isn't... The things he's done in office aren't as bad as the... And I can still say he's racist. Yeah. Okay. The, a racist to me is someone who's like, I cannot stand black people. We got to get a real black people. A racist is not that person's black, that person's Chinese, that person's whatever. Right? No. Wait, you, hold on. So I mean, you, not, wait, so just racism you, isn't just you, against you black think, people, guys, is it? You guys think Trump would be, Trump uh, thinks deep down inside his heart that there will be a better place if they got rid of all black people. That's how racist you think he is, right? I, I don't believe that. I don't know if it if it goes exactly, down to exactly. that level of hatred, exactly. but the things that are coming out of this guy's mouth, you got to assume are like you're seeing a little bit of his true colors now. I do not know. He's saying he said white power. You said Trump said white power. No, 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 no. What I said was he retweeted a video that someone had posted, and in that video, someone is heard yelling "white power." So it's. Kind of so ugly when the disassociate. Well, from we that know that we know together. some of the people who support Trump are that demographic. Yeah, that doesn't matter. Do, do you think the president of the United States should be retweeting a no, video? No, no, of course, which, of course not. But of course, I, not. I believe what you're calling they call that a dog whistle, and maybe he does that. Well, Trump could easily just get edit that out of there. I'm sure he has people who could do that. But they call it a dog whistle because it's something only some things can hear, right? That's what they call it. Like only Matt can hear it. No, I think when he said. Uh, Good people on both sides. Uh, they said, "Is a dog whistle from Trump saying 
KKK racists, keep going, keep at it. Oh, what, what have they extract, right? But you understand what he's saying, right? Somebody from the crowd yelled out. That, that is what you're saying, right, Matt? At, at, at yes. a Trump rally. And then Trump retweeted that video instead of A, not retweeting the video, or B, retweeting it by and editing out that guy in the crowd. I mean, again, why not just not retweet like, the video? He wanted to retweet the video, I assume, because he wanted to show the crowd or something, And he's right? playing that video as a dog whistle. That's what we're assuming, right? And that doesn't bother you? Uh, I, I have to see the video, but yeah, I'm bothered. If that was the case, do you not think that's like a wee bit racist? A wee bit racist, yeah. But I think everyone's you're, a wee you're bit willing racist. To, everyone's a wee bit racist. But don't you think it's, it's weird that in this day and age, don't you think the president should not be a wee bit racist? Of course not. Like we should try and get somebody in there who's just as impartial as possible Absolutely. when it comes to color. Someone like Jon Stewart. Okay, but now let me help you because I really feel like you can get behind this, okay? I've Because I've given this a lot of thought because we had a big discussion about Trump the other night and unfortunately I fell into your no, position. I'm so sorry that happened to you. You can't do that Where anymore. I was the guy who had to stick up for this guy and I didn't like it. It's you a know losing proposition. I mean? But then I had to figure out a way where I could do this and still hold face and I think this is how it's done, all right? So Trump decides to get into office okay now i do not believe that trump went into office with the idea of cleaning up the government do you know what i mean like getting rid of or the even winning the pedophiles yeah because i don't think he thought he could win any of that once he did get in i think he was approached by people who said i think he was approached by a lot of people but one of the factions who approached him was probably a, a faction that said there is a giant pedophile ring going on in throughout Hollywood and the government, and you can do this. If you get Epstein, we can bring this all to light. If that's the case, and Epstein goes to trial and we're able to bring all these people to justice, you are guaranteed any term in office you want because you are going to be a fucking hero, okay? Let's I, like this. I like this You so like far, where man. I'm going so far? Okay. So he does all that. He... Gets Epstein into jail, and if Epstein has to go to trial, right now we may be having a totally different conversation, but Epstein is dead. Oh, he definitely died of coronavirus. Or Epstein is gone. He made this or whatever. But now Trump has to rely on his charisma and his political acclimate. Like, it, without having that to fall back on, this guy is being exposed for exactly what he is. Well, I just said five minutes ago, I don't think he's going to win this election, coming election, unless he legalizes drugs. Like, well, you know how, you know why he will lose this election is because there's many reasons. The people who vote for him think that it's so in the bag that they won't even show up the way they did with Hillary. Same way you Hillary know what lost. I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do not feel like he's in a strong position right now to win the election. But anyways, what do you think about that theory, Maddie? So that's not giving him any credit for being a good guy, but it's saying that he was trying to do something righteous, and as soon as it fell through, he has nothing left to support, and, and that's though, why you're seeing now. Even though he's racist, if he was trying to do this, we would get that would be okay. It's a pass. No, no, maybe not the racism because he wasn't racist at the start. He was trying to win that black vote heavy. Oh, I, he's still trying to win that black vote. They're Is saying he, they're saying the news the the. People, the majority of the voters he's losing are white, mm -hmm. not black people pulling out who already support him. I think what might sink him if we found him is a blackface. 
Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to surface. Like Justin Trudeau styles. Like Mr. Trudeau. Ow. But it didn't hurt Trudeau. Imagine if Hillary was you sitting should. on a- It helped him. Imagine if Hillary was sitting on an old photo Bill had taken of Trump on Epstein Island with a young girl in blackface. No way she's still sitting on that. You don't no think she would have used that already? Yeah. No, maybe it's the long con. You never the know. The second she lost, that yeah. picture would have been. She would have brought it to her concession speech. Yeah. Bill, yeah. maybe Bill couldn't find it. Oop, I dropped something. Bill, sorry. every night I want you down there for at least one hour looking for that photo. You mean in like the dungeon? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Hillary, all those girls are down there. I don't want to go down all there. All the bones yeah. are down there, Hillary. All those girls. It's no, spooky. No, no, it's all those girls have gotten so old, Hillary. It's funny that you guys put me on blast oh, because... Uh, <laughs> no, okay, fuck. Cola Nore. That just insinuates they're still alive down there? Yeah, he's been holding on to them. Okay. Right? Okay. No, I mean, I'm with you, but I just think he's bringing in a new... Oh, yeah, they cycle through. So you guys think uh, Colin uh, thinks uh, Trump's racist is going to vote for him anyways? Just because despite he, he hates me, his interests are more in line with mine? Because he, he said he's going to vote for Trump. Uh, he voted for Trump last one and voted for this one. You makes you feel like a criminal, eh? like a world-dominant criminal when you... Chico? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like Dr. Evil. Yeah, exactly. Do you, you don't understand my question? Well, you asked the question. Yeah. And then... I didn't understand and then the question. diverted it to Chico. And then it went a thousand places. And I still don't know what you asked. Just because I, I, I felt the question was very smug and I'm rubbing my little animal here. He's my little animal, first of all. <laughs> it's in my brain. Um, it, this episode, he's uh, with... Col- oh, I fucked it up. Kolyan. Kolyan. Nore. <laughs> voted for Trump and will vote for Trump again. Well, so he doesn't think he's a again, racist. Again, is there a question in there? You guys are like, Kamar, you gotta say he's racist. I'm like, well, this guy doesn't think he's racist, so... Kamar, I'll put it to you this way. It's the, not that I think you have to say it. You don't have to say shit. You can have, you're entitled to your own opinion. Respect. I really, I really don't care what you think. I, well, I care a little bit. I, I think that's where we're at, is that we kind of grew up together, kind of in the same, you know, kind of scenario, I guess. And I just don't... Maybe it's that I just don't see how you... Like, I know you well enough that I don't see how any of your viewpoints align with him. Maybe that's all it is. I see Trump getting so angry out there that he's going to have, like, a weird Freudian slip. You know what I mean? Where he's just going to be, like, uh, he won't be able to help himself. And something's Trump is just going to come out. N-O-R-E. Nori stands for... It's just, like I've always said, the people... Protesting against him are shittier than he is, so it can't be that bad. Um, and then he wins you over. I don't like once how you do for, that. I don't <laughs> like how you do that at all, Kamar. He at wins, all, he wins you over if he lets go all the alien stuff. If you lose the election on his way out, fuck you, bitches. There's aliens. I do not, for one, goddamn bloody moment, believe that he has any information about the aliens. I hope he does. I hope he's holding on to it as his excuse upon Trump the w- card. When his son asked them out, which, by the way, I agree with these guys, like the weirdest interview of all time. Oh, the only one weirder was Cuomo and Cuomo. Oh, that was weird. <laughs> That's weirder. With Just- the giant Q-tip? I'm sorry. The second weirdest interview of all time. But you can't interview family members. When he it's says ridiculous. to him. Well, not, not if you're the anchor of the new show. 
family mothers can talk to each other. Fox. No, but I'm just saying though, it's like an interview is supposed to be both a corner, yes. Finding out new information. It's very awkward asking someone a, a, a series of questions you already know soft, all the soft, just the softest, softest of, of balls. balls. Yeah, it's unreal. Just lobbing up, fucking, just cranking them out of the park. But and I he, found the Cuomo one more disturbing than the Trump one. His answer is so stupid though when his son asks him. So, Dad, <laughs> that's not his voice at all. Uh, so, Dad, what's in Area 51? And he's like, uh, oh, there's some interesting stuff. And, like, of course there's interesting stuff in Area 51. Dude, there's interesting stuff in my basement, you fucking well, that's, mope. That's true, too. And there's probably really interesting stuff in Donald Trump's basement. And there's even more interesting stuff in Area 151's basement. 151? 51. No, I'm talking about the rum. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm glad I, I put that together to defend myself. But you know who has really interesting stuff in their basement? Sorry, Kamar, just to interrupt you. The Clintons. Just like we were talking about. I think they have interesting stuff in someone else's basement. They're not that smart. Hillary Separation. fucking sent the emails from her bedroom, dude. I bet Jeffrey Epstein's in their basement right now. And his egg-shaped penis. Yeah. Like I said, if Colin doesn't think Trump's racist, I don't think he's you racist. You got it right there. First try, man. Because I've been thinking about this the whole time you're talking. <laughs> Colin. Colin, like the your... Uh, cancer. It, that, yeah. Colon cancer. Yeah, oh, I got it. Listen, Kamara, like I said, you're entitled to whatever opinion you want. It's fine. Whether I'm wrong or right, yeah. I, I just hope... I, I, I don't think there'll be, it'll be every day where... Um, It'll be like, I'm vindicated, like, see, he's not that bad. And there'll never be a day where it's like, oh, my God, he's that bad. Yeah. But, dude, why can't you jump all over what I gave you? Like, that would be saying. I love it. I love that it. That's my new talking point. Because the only reason you should love Trump is because he's trying to expose this thing. The law and order, that's what I So, I've... Kamar, let me ask you a question, though. Like, if when Donald Trump died, they went to his basement, which Simon says is full of interesting stuff, and they found nothing but Nazi paraphernalia. I was wrong all along. Oh my God! What else have I been wrong about? But no. But what if life? one of his Mel kids Gibson. came out to? What if one of his kids came out and was like, "No, no, it's like Lemmy. He didn't really wasn't racist. He just really enjoyed like he collected old it. war. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's always some way to fucking twist. Lemmy from Motorhead. Yeah, Lemmy from Motorhead had a lot of Nazi paraphernalia. And, and if you told me he's racist, I'd be like, yeah. That just happened in a show I watched too, where they go into the closet and the guy has a. Ku Klux Klan outfit. What was that? That's a bit different. <laughs> you just have one outfit. No, but his contention was Don Johnson is the cop. What is this that I watched? I don't and know. Um, they go in and he... He's bound down. old Miami Vice episode. He said that he had it because... No, it's like some futuristic show and it all has this like um, racial undertone to it. What the hell was I watching? Huh. I'll have to... It'll come to me. Somebody will know. I explained it enough so somebody will know. There you go. Uh, okay. Well, let's, well, let's be done with Coley sure, and Noir. I've given him yeah, an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever you want. Oh, can I, oh, can I just give one yeah. more thing? I, it's I your think show too, buddy. Go nuts. So last week we were talking about uh, Chris D'Elia. Yes. And we said it was too early. And uh, I, frankly, I haven't heard anything new about it. So I don't know where we're at there. But what did occur to me, I heard somebody else talking kind of about this, and then I kind of put something together myself is, um, or maybe I didn't, maybe I'm just stealing something somebody else said. Either way. <laughs> um, so the DNC is pissed at Joe. We know this. We know this. We know this. He had on their, the guys they don't want anybody voting for and won't have on the people they were trying to push. He is bad-mouthing the shit out of Joe Biden. Um, 
he's talking about maybe voting for Trump. Like these are all things that are enraging the DNC. Joe has a massive platform. All all of this. Well, I is said all true. this last week. Okay, sure. Um, so what if Kamara is right then and? This is not saying Chris D'Elia is innocent. He could very well be guilty, okay? And this still fits the narrative, is that for the next couple of weeks or months, you're going to see that a lot of comedians are going to be outed in some way, and they're going to try and paint comedy as like a dirty business, and it's just overrun with racism or... Sexism. Sexism, misogyny, misogyny whatever. And then they're going to go after Joe. And, and they're going to go after him, not as Joe, but as like, look at what you're holding up in esteem, this comedian and comedy has become like a bad word just because it's been associated with so many Chris D'Elia stories or Jeff Ross stories or Danny Masterson stories. And they're just going to keep coming and coming and come. it's just a theory. Well, what's interesting, what's interesting is I think, like I said, D'Elia went down, then all of a sudden it was Joey Diaz and Joe, I think that was like a... Test well, you know, see where the waters are, and maybe there'll be another rush. But what I was going to say is, in the same week, Justin Bieber got uh, accused, and he's turned around and he's suing for twenty million dollars. So, well, he proved somehow that he was in a totally different place on the night that that happened. If Chris Lee is one hundred percent innocent, he should do the same. That is true. What was I just going to tell you? I think I think good on Justin for setting this precedent. Like this is post show stuff. We're doing Colleen Noir. Okay, well, we're done with whatever you want. I, I, for some reason, had that at a note in here. Okay, weird. So I assume they said something that sparked fair it enough, into fair my enough. head. I'm just... I, yeah, that was my it big... It just seems very post It was my big post Joe. Yeah, yeah, fair I enough. I had it, now it's gone. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I'm gonna, he stepped on I the leak, not no, me. No, no, but I, I was like, it's coming up now. It's how stupid if I talk about it later. All right, my bad. I'm not trying to step on Can anyone's toes here. Can I just talk about the Nova Scotia thing for one second? And yep. what I thought weird? Sure. So Joe, usually very responsible about the conspiracy theories he throws out mm-hmm. i find that he usually gives them quite a bit of thought before he decides to like accept it as something he's willing to throw out there mm-hmm. he threw this one out there just fucking willy-nilly. willy-nilly frankly i had never even heard this the money? i hadn't either yeah so i i don't know he may be totally right but if he's not <laughs> well he's a he's a he's a uh he's a uh, certified moron joe yeah well, Joe's in a great position, I find, because he wields a ton of power. His uh, podcast is, it is what it is. He can say whatever he wants. And in the end, if really, if there's a problem, he can just be like, I am a comedian. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, wow. do, do, I'm just a comedian. I've I'm, never said I was anything more. And it's true. I think I've got to call him out in the John Stewart more. episode, but we'll get Well, there. we'll get there, yeah. But what was it in the Nova Scotia thing that he said? He said $400,000 withdrawal was in this guy's account, meaning coming from the RCMP or something, meaning this was a total psyop. That that means a lot of people died. With, granted, you know, weren't there 20 deaths or something? Well, if you, 15, if you listen to some conspiracy theories, no one died. They're, they're, again, they're actors and all that. But, but, but that's what conspiracy people say. Okay. That is fishy, that money. It's totally fair. I had never heard it before. What if that is not true at all? What if this is a 100% bogus story, anything to do with 400000 and this guy was a crazy dude who just killed all those people, 
I don't know, man. Like, I'm not saying just Joe, but um, I saw that in this CBC. This is a lot of people it's going out to. I saw on CBC, so I thought it had You more, did. The 400,000? More merit. Then to I it. take it all back. Maybe but, uh, he he saw it on a credible source. I'm do, sorry. Don't you guys think the weirdest thing, Tom Guns, is, still is the Vegas shooting? It's crazy, the Vegas shooting. How that happened. And uh, it's just this crazy guy snuck these guns in somehow. And But you've obviously listened to all the conspiracies. I've listened to a lot that. of stuff. Yeah. That uh, I, uh, we won't talk about it because again I don't want to whatever. I don't, I don't but know anything. If even some of that is true, we got a problem, Houston. Back to zeitgeist. Okay, a real big problem. Can we rate this one? Yep. Can we uh, maybe start with uh, Simon? I will give this one a three. Mm, yes, a three. Like I said, I found it difficult to uh, listen to because I don't feel either way but if if i had to tell someone why what a responsible gun owner sounds like i'd send them here but i give it a two i i it was just whatever i give it a uh, three i'm with simon better than average i should give him a bit more because he's a trump supporter but i don't look bad in front of you guys Dude, who cares what we think? I don't even care what I think. And again, I don't. You're totally entitled to your own opinion. I just want you to like be able to say, "This guy is a piece of crap." I was supporting this mission he had because we know, like, he is a piece of crap. Yeah. Donald Trump is a piece of crap. But we know. I think all politicians are pieces. Of but crap. stop saying that. Just stop for a second. Ooh. Donald Trump not being a politician, just being the guy he is is a piece of crap. He's a bad businessman who does terrible deals. Like, he, he's a dick. He's a misogynist. He's, like, name any Kamar, bad the thing. Weird thing Kamar, the I bill. did not dislike him before he became a politician. He was just Donald Trump. I watched The Apprentice, whatever. Like, it, I just thought he, I, I, he's laughable. I was never, yeah. and I know people at the same time, before he became president, like, he's the worst. Like He was I'm a laughable moron. But now he's held to a very high standard. He's the president of the United States. It's but the highest standard. As we discussed last week, Ronald Reagan had Alzheimer's as being held like. And, but he just, came off classier. Again, but just looking back into the past. And have and you say, heard stories of Lyndon Johnson? Again, just going back. He was back, the president of the United States. I know. Okay. Going back into the past and saying, look at this guy and look at this guy. We're in 2020. We hold our presidents to a higher standard now, or they should. And we hold our prime minister to a higher standard. We hold people to a higher standard now. Okay. Well, I hope the day comes. Where that, I can just repent. But I, I have given you the out. All you have to do is jump aboard it, man, and, and ride with me. The problem about the out is if I'm right, then I can't recant. But you want to ride dirty. <laughs> ride it in November, baby. And, and I'm asking you to ride with me clean. I'm, I'm sure he's going to lose. They see me rolling. They hating. Patrolling. They Chameleon there may be the worst name. <laughs> Terrible. Name. One of them. I just realized that'll go up on YouTube, so I didn't want to give it more than... Do you want Chameleonaire coming oh, up I for 200 views? Oh, no, we're done. He's taking those three cents, yeah, he's man. Taking, yeah. I was jamming out. We're not even monetized. Who gives a fuck? So you guys had agreement, and I thought it was just under par. Yeah. Very good. Let's move on. Do you want to take a break now, or do you want to take a break after? Because Jon Stewart's only an hour and a half. So. I think we're going to breeze right through Schilling, frankly. Yeah. So Joe Schilling, we're I say we take the break now, and then we'll finish strong. Okay, well, there it is. We're going to take a break, uh, maybe pay some bills. I don't even remember, and then uh, we'll be right back. 
This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Onnit.com. If you're like me, you wake up in the morning with brain fog, feeling lazy and confused. Your job or jobs require you to be on top of everything, but your mind often slows down, your attention drifts away, and your memory fails. Coffee and prescription meds have failed you, leaving you with jitters and a lack of sleep. Worst of all, it keeps happening when you need to be on top of your game. Lucky for you, Onnit may have the answer. With a team of scientists and researchers, Onnit took the best earth-grown botanicals and created a one-of-a-kind cognitive enhancer called AlphaBrain. It could be the solution you've been looking for. AlphaBrain works. It's been clinically studied to help healthy individuals support memory, focus, and processing speeds, and is made from natural ingredients found in nature. For a limited time, Onnit is giving you a chance to try AlphaBrain free of charge. That's right, I said it free. You just have to pay the shipping. Best of all, if you're not satisfied, you can keep the bottle and Onnit will give you a free refund. You don't even have to call. No hoops, no catch, nothing. It's as easy as could possibly be, entirely risk-free with a 100% money-back guarantee. So go to onnit.com slash J-R-E-E and try it today. That's O-N-N-I-T dot com slash J-R-E-E to try your Alpha Brain trial today. Crazy I'm just You're just angry at me because I wouldn't stick up with you for fucking Trumpy I'm there. Just, I'm not angry at all. I'm quite happy. Disappointed. Let's I don't do know it. what the term is. Come on. Joe. All right, let's do it. Sorry. Joe Schilling. Joe Schilling. Joe Schilling, yeah. So Joe Schilling, really nice guy. I mean, I don't know a lot about him. I don't really, whatever. Championship my, kickboxer. My problem with this episode is Joe had Joe Schilling on like he was somehow an authority on police brutality because he has an Instagram account where he posts videos. Like, mm-hmm. it, come on. Anybody with me here? Yeah. yeah well, Haven't I been saying this stuff for weeks? Once the Why, thing, has Joe Schilling been on? What? No, but I've been saying for the last couple of weeks that he should forget it. Uh, Matt, yeah, yeah. Matt's but authority. I mean, this is like just, in, uh, the, nobody else was coming on and like they were having them. <laughs> sorry. They didn't have like whoever on. And Joe was like, this guy's an authority. I know he didn't say an authority, but why else would Joe Schilling be a... Well, he well, actually, it was a non-MMA episode a non-MMA, is the point. And he actually did say, he said, I had Joe Schilling on because he has such an important Instagram account. Well, the Instagram like, is very, um, just clip after clip. It's raising awareness. And obviously, with Jocko, the last week, uh, Colin, the week, day before, this was the other side, I felt. I am not at all against, um, I want all that stuff brought to awareness about police brutality. I'm I'm for reforming the police if there's a problem. I just if Joe has any responsibility right now, you know what I mean? Like this one just seemed careless to me. I'm sorry. Agreed. Yeah. And well, the thing they're doing wrong is it it seems like they don't care about black people. So why don't if the numbers are so high on the other side, why don't you start showing all the police brutality towards white people? That'll really get white people to change their mind quickly. Well, what I suggest that everybody do, if they haven't already, is listen to that episode of the Sam Harris podcast. Um, I really feel there might be one or two parts that maybe seem a little tone deaf, but for the most part, that guy really articulates like exactly what the fuck is going on right now. What systemic racism is. Did you listen to that episode? Yeah, but it's cut off halfway. Why is it cut off halfway? Because you have to subscribe. No, the full that's episode. not true. Subscribe. You don't making to, sense of Sam Harris. Yeah, you don't puts half his podcast up for free. Well, subscription is free. It's free. It's free if you can't afford it. 
No, I'm telling you, I hit subscribe. I and listened I've never to the paid whole podcast. I heard him say goodbye. I fucking on Apple. Yeah, yeah on man. Apple. Yeah, I have half a podcast. I'll no, show you. you after. Do not. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll have to look into this. Anyways, yeah. I'd Maybe like he to, just fell asleep because he's I'd, so boring. Listen, I granted whatever you want to say about Sam Harris. I am not a Sam Harris fan. When Matt suggested this, I was very hesitant to listen to it. I think it is the most important podcast that anybody can listen to in 2020. Everybody, all human beings should listen to this podcast. Now, granted, one or two moments may be a tiny bit tone deaf. He is a human being. He was, he was trying to do, I don't think he did it on purpose. No, no, I think, can I actually real quick, in that episode, I wanted to bring this up to you that I forgot to bring up. Joe brings up a good point. In the last episode with Coleon Noir, Noir, um, Sam Harris talks about how there's more police brutality or more more white people are killed by police in a year than people of any. There's more white people. Yeah, just way more white people. So that number. That's a fancy. No, but what Sam? Thank you. Sam Harris also said was that in that demographic, it's about crime being committed as well. And the incarceration's the other way, and there's still more white people. Anyways, you know what? I don't want to talk about it because my new answer to anybody who wants to have this discussion is please just go listen to this podcast. I really feel like he can articulate everything that I'm kind of thinking in my head but can't get into words. Just listen to the podcast. In the meantime, Joe Schilling. uh, Coming back from the brink. Can we come back from the brink? Sorry, can we come back from the brink? Uh, coming back from the brink would be more optimistic. And I'm not sure if we can come back from the brink, Maddie. Sorry, I don't really care about the... Uh, just one second. Um, I'm not sure if we can come back from the brink because this is such an important episode for everybody to listen to, but lots of people are going to be like, this is coming from a white guy and I can't hear it. And that's the problem. You know what I mean? No, I mean, he kind of addresses that at the beginning. I get, I get it. Just saying. But just like, saying. If, if a lot of this stuff is hard to hear, I understand that. Especially coming from... Simon, if, I was the one that told you to listen to it. I, I'm talking to maybe them we'll, out maybe there. We'll, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll put a link on the Reddit to it and... Uh, no, dude, listen to it. Don't listen to provide it. Provide people an but opportunity that's, to get that's it my answer. If you want to have this conversation, my answer is, please see his podcast. Okay. Okay. Sorry, back to Joe Schilling. Um, he described one of the videos he had of a guy getting pe- pepper sprayed and uh, shaking it off and then getting beat up, whatever. And he called him a G at one point. And from that point forward, Joe started using G. Really? You notice that? No. You know when someone talks to someone with an accident, he used G three or four. He never uses G. Never. He started using G. Well, this goes to my whole Joe just um, supporting the idea who's ever on, you know? It just uh, oh, that, that's a good way to make someone feel comfortable. It is, but that's not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to be there. If you don't agree with their opinion, it's okay to not berate them, but you have to be able to stand up. It's kind of like the chiropractor. Joe had to at that point insert his opinion, not with regardless Mr. of who not it with was. Mr. Doesn't matter who it was, man. It could have been fucking uh, Gandhi, or uh, I, that's a weird example, but somebody who does chiropractic who invented it, like. But then I think Joe felt like he shot himself in the foot. I know, Matt. I'm sorry. <laughs> Joe Schilling on because Joe Schilling was so um, conspiracy theory about Corona and everything. And, and again, I, you know me. Love me a good conspiracy theory. 
but the COVID not existing, I'm sorry, that's just the But heart. he didn't say that. I the, mean, he did. He did. At the very end, he was like, look, I know it exists. He tried to say it a bunch of times. Yes, yes, no, I mean, he said it a bunch of times and then backpedaled at the end. That to me, the COVID not existing is like the flat earth. You know what I mean? It's too far. It's too far. <laughs> so I'm sorry. That, that's my opinion. Well, anyways, so Joe. You're talking about Joe Schelling. That's it. Joe had him on to talk about police brutality and then found out that, oh, shit, this is. So basically what happens now is a scientist came on. He said a bunch of amazing things that we agree with. And then right at the end, we find out that he's a flat earther. What do we do? Uh, not quite that. And everyone, he's, he's a kickboxer. No one's going to take I know. Joe Schilling. It was a joke. It was hilarious. Uh, another thing, um, he brought up the Chris Rock joke. This one brought up a couple times. You can't have any bad pilots. And there was an article that just came out this week. 30% of, of the pilots the pa- in Pakistan, Pakistan dude, don't know how to fly. I saved that article. I nearly shit my pants laughing. So Fucking unreal. I guess you don't need to. Did you hear that properly, Simon? Nope. 32% of pilots in Pakistan... Flying commercial flights do not have a real pilot's license. That's insane. Let that sink in. Is that true? Yeah. Well, seemingly. Unless it's fake news. We both read articles on it. It's more than one. And India or Pakistan is is saying this is a problem. Because what they do is they pay someone to take the test. In absentee. <laughs> so it, someone out there knows how to fly, the co- but not the guy gets the job. It's the college scandal from here with what's her name? Yeah, Felicity, Huff, uh, Felicity Huffman. Jesus Which is, Christ. It's insane she's going to jail. Well, let's talk a little bit about that then. If you think it's so crazy that she's going to jail. Why don't we save her for the post show? Write it in your book. Well, no, she, she committed a crime. She goes to jail, but just it seems like there's way worse crimes. Totally, but when you get caught guilty and then you're like so belligerent that you're going to waste the court's time, even though you know you're guilty, you deserve to go to jail. I guess so. But that's besides the point. I, there's way more reasons why she should go to prison. Well, I think I'm of the... the uh, I mean, I'm with Kamara where it's like for prison, is, yeah, prison should be reserved for like... Oh, okay, okay. Maybe she should get like some... Uber fine parole scenario where she goes home at night but she has to spend her days doing something she really hates like it's not enough that she just pay a fine because she obviously has too much money but then that's white privilege no she has to be punished somehow and she's going to be here's the weird thing if it's not jail how do you suppose that we're going to punish her here's the way she has too much money here's the weird thing to me is like we do these things where they the court will fine a poor person like seemingly 80% of their wealth. You know what I mean? Because they have nothing. Right. Whereas a famous person, it's like, what are you going to, you know, what are you going to charge someone who has $10 million? She should do community service giving hand jobs to homeless people. Hand jobs for the homeless? That's a really good incentive. I like that. Well, that'd keep me out of fucking paying for my student, my kid to get into college. Did you figure out the logic on that one? Permission to treat the witness as hostile? No, I know what he means. He's like, because I'm fucking sick of this guy. <laughs> no, I get it. What they're saying? Wow, for once, there's, there's animosity between you two. I like G to be as hostile. So you know what's funny too? Is Hashtag let Kamar speak. I sat back and just let you do all the because you normally this is me 
and this today I just didn't have it. I was like, I don't have it. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, man. I, it's not I Father's felt, Day, it's not his birthday. No, I felt that Maddie was down and that he needed a little bit of help, and I was willing to step right up with your nonsense. I can carry both of you. I don't, right. ha- I don't have it. I don't have it. No, but you know what I'm saying. No. If you knew that you got to give homeless people hand jobs, you wouldn't do the crime. What are you saying is this, Simon? Let's say, hold on, that baby bitch jail. probably wants to give people homeless people. Well, hand then I jobs. want Whoa. I want to see video of it. <laughs> yeah, sorry, no, that's not true. I take that back. No, I don't. She probably does. Not DTA. Don't talk about it. Anyways, the problem <laughs> with this is this really was an MMA podcast, and I think Jamie just forgot to label it was, properly. It was absolutely one hundred percent an MMA podcast, and I. It's weird you say that though, because I don't. I only remember them talking about MMA for. A little bit. No, 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 no. But why is Joe Schilling so special that he becomes a regular when all every other fighter is an MMA? That's the question. It's all because of his Instagram. Well, this one, yeah. When he had the beast on, you can't say. But hold on, you can't. He only started doing the MMAs like since we started this podcast. So anytime before that, you can't say like he didn't label it an MMA. That's unfair. Sure. Work with me here for a sec, Matty. When he, when <laughs> Easy he, Weinstein. When he had the Black Beast on, yeah. which was since we've done this, mm-hmm. did he, was that an MMA or was it a regular episode? I don't think Do we did it. Do you remember? I don't think we did it. It was an MMA. Okay. An MMA. Amazing uh, Instagram account. Yeah. Beast. That's. But his, his Instagram su- account is just World Star, pretty much. He's just saying that the, the reason why Joe Schilling got star. on. Well, sure, but Police Joe star. was again. I I I feel like I'm getting down on Joe a lot lately, and I don't want to do that because I really like the guy. But maybe I'm just super critical now because I'm in the middle of a lockdown and I'm angry or whatever. Hold on, but, hold on, hold on, hold on. We listen. We have a show where we discuss the things on this podcast. We're obviously fans, or we wouldn't fucking do this. Yeah. So I think about that every day. So that's the, I'm just throwing that out there before yeah. I start bashing the guy again. You know what I mean? No, but keep in mind too. I think listeners need to realize that like someone hit someone hit me up a couple months ago, or someone wrote on the Patreon and was like, you know, sometimes it really comes off like you guys listening is a job because I listened to this one and I really liked it, and you know, and I'm with them. Like, listen, there's some weeks where there's a lot of podcasts and I have no desire to listen to a five-hour Honey Honey, whereas maybe if I didn't have to listen to any of them that week, maybe I would have turned that one on and enjoyed it. I don't know. But yeah, I'm, we're obviously fans. It'd of be Joe worse Rogan. if we just, every episode, it was, he hit it out of the park again. No. It's another five. I can't <laughs> help myself here. Joe does it again. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not suggesting that. All I was saying is lately it feels like me, personally, have been coming down on Joe a lot. But I think that has to do with what I was saying at the beginning, how... It, Joe is echoing what's going on in the world so much, so more than he used to, when it could have been about anything right. in saner times. It's much easier for me to agree with Joe all the time when he's talking about aliens and Bigfoot than when it's real Again, world Again, issues and stuff yeah. that we... Because Joe is not perfect by any means, and he by a lot of the things he says, I don't think he thinks out, and then he thinks out, and then he changes his mind, and that's why we see a lot of flip-flopping, you know? We'll, we'll get to that Which with is probably Stewart. a good thing. Like, that's a human thing, to be able to rethink your ideas and then come back with a different... Uh, listen, as I can't tell you how often I listen to the shit I talk while I'm editing this thing, and I'm like... Do I really believe that? Too late now. Well, I guess you can edit it out. Well, and expect, like, just look at me with the Trump last week. Like, I was exactly where Kamar was. I was, you know, but then you I was like. You've been drinking. You're yeah, lost and now you're that's, found. That's very true. No, but just in general, I was like, because I do, I, I very much feel this, that the, bless you, bless you, that the DNC is going so far to get this guy out 
that they're willing to sacrifice all the things that made them good in the first place. You know what I mean? I fully believe that. These people are fucking out to lunch. They are killing that party. Killing it. And the fact that they're willing to put Joe Biden in there is just the glaring proof that they have lost the plot that doesn't make Trump a good guy. I mean, I was thinking about it the other day, though. Bernie's only like a couple years younger than him. Than who, Biden? Yeah. It, regardless, it's not an I just age... get it. I get it. He has, he's, he's got it more together. It's, I mean, he also had a heart attack while on the presidential trail. So right, and I, if, I, I'm just pointing. Listen, I would way, 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 way. Like, but I'm not even times talking out of 100. About, I'd prefer Bernie. I'm to, not even talking about dementia. Sure. I'm talking about through the course of this guy's I career, he's been a creepy fucking guy. Dude, I watched him put his hands on every woman. And do we need another creepy dude in the White House? Well, it's always it's, like it, us. I say that like an American, but it, it's also the like, uh, okay, we established everything's fucked up in this country. You've been working at it for 30 years and we're here. Why, why all of a sudden are you going to be able to fix it? Will you just, will you just not give it as enough power to who are you talking about now? Talking about Bernie, Joe, Joe Biden or Bernie. Well, Joe Biden, Bernie, any of these career politicians. I get what you're saying, but yeah, maybe that is the argument. Sorry, I didn't get it. What he's saying is like, listen, if you've been in politics for 30 years, you, you've you either changed everything you've tried to change or you've changed nothing. I guess there's a gray area. Maybe you've changed a few things. But what he's saying is like, what makes you... Th- like, if you've been doing this for 35 years and you haven't, for example, made and any you real were change... Vice president. Yeah, yeah. No, that's like, true. Here's another good example. Like, Bernie Sanders, you know, they have photos of him, um, you know, fighting for uh, for equality back in the 60s. And we see where we are today. So you could argue like, hey, you know, everything you've done in the last 30 years, nothing's really gotten done. So what Kamar's saying, I, I'm just, I'm just yeah, yeah. telling you where yeah, the yeah. thought process is going. What he's saying is, what makes this guy think that all of a sudden he's going to become president and actually get stuff done? I mean, to that point, I'll say, I, I don't know if I agree with that or not, but at least um, there's no reason why the minimum age for all these people should be 70 something. Like The maximum age, you mean? No, no, no. Like the... The youngest person. The best person to run should be younger. Yeah, Yeah. it's great. And especially with the DNC, when they're sitting there on a roster of murderers, you know what I mean? What are you doing? You have Tulsi, you have Andrew Yang, you have Bernie, and you're fucking around and putting in weekend at Bernie's like Joe Biden. This is crazy. That's exactly why. I think young people don't vote. And we see it every election, no matter where you are, turnout's like 52%. Mm -hmm. And... You know, 70% of those are old people. I, so I, they like to see someone old like them, whereas like, I'm not letting some young whippersnapper take away my retirement. I would hope that for nothing else on both sides, everybody learned a lesson from Hillary Clinton. And that lesson... Trump, the whole thing. That lesson she is, lost, he won. is if you want someone to win, then you go out and vote. Don't just assume that it's a landslide. Don't assume any. Go out and vote. Well, the countries where it's a law are better served. But you're saying that they don't. Well, we have horrible turnout here. Right, but you went out and voted. I voted. And I went out and voted, and Matt went out and voted. I'm not going to lie. The only reason I vote, the absolute only, there's only one single reason I vote, and that's because I know that there's millions of people around the world that are unlucky enough to not have a vote that matters. I truly don't believe in our system that my vote does matter, 
but I still go out and exercise the fact that I have it. Right. But if everybody thought like that, then I for sure, I it get it, would Simon. The I'm just saying, I'd still go out and I'd do it, but I, I, I just, I don't, I don't think that any one of those people, I'm like Kamar, where I don't think any one of those people, what do you need, filter? I got you, Kamar. But that's the thing. Every year this happens. Every year there's a push to help you to vote. What I find the most annoying is, um, I was listening to CBC the other day, and they had uh, a special story about how this is a unique uh, graduation class. Yeah. Because obviously they can't do proms and whatnot. And, uh, you know, the typical CBC human interest story. And then they had this girl on um, talking about how she believes this generation is the generation that's going to be able to change racism. Because they know. Because they... But I swear I've heard that from graduating classes for the last 20 years. That they're going to make the change. We're going to save the planet. You know what I mean? It's it's just the beauty of idealism. And it gets crushed by life's responsibilities. And obviously, um, another thing, UBI would help change systemic racism. Possibly. How so? Well, I just think... I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. I, I'm all, just asking all, you to. All truistic people come up, high school, change the world, university, change the world, job. Oh shit, real life. Oh, and your ideas and the things you stand up for, if you have anything you care about, sort of get pushed aside. And none of this will go away as long as there's young people being born. That's just a fact, Jack. Oh They'll, my god, that is the best soundbite I have ever fucking heard. But that's just a fact, Jack. No, and nothing will be gone if people still get getting bored, born, born, and that's a fact, Jack. Well, no, these people come up. The world's unjust. Da, 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 discover. There's no Santa Claus. That's what I've called the my, the Santa Claus. This theory. is getting better and fucking better. Dude, he sounds like a beatnik fucking yeah, death amazing. jam. Like, but, but I'm not making any sense to you at all. But you're making great sound bites. I mean, the way you're squinting your eyes at me, I feel like I should. I wonder if I should talk louder. Would that make more sense? No. I'm just saying there are always going to be people saying, oh, racism's a thing. Da, da, da. Was that a shot at either Matt or I? No. It was I'm, a shot at me, for I'm sure. I'm trying to communicate my point to you guys. Okay, come on. I see what you're saying. Maybe you don't disagree, but I see what you're saying. And I don't feel that. You don't feel the love. I feel <laughs> like um, special needs and you guys are being politically <laughs> correct. And just going, Could you pull your short bus up a little closer so I can talk. see you through just the window? Talk. Can I point out that uh, I used to translate for you to Simon? You still do. You still and do. Still, You've been yeah, doing it so all episodes. Give, give, at least give me a break. Well, yeah. no, but I, I don't see you nodding like I understand what you're saying. I don't I, see you nodding. <laughs> Or saying the words, I see what you're saying. Come right, on. right. That's funny, that, Kamar. You need acknowledgement. I get it. You know what's Everybody's human. You know what's interesting is like, I asked you earlier a simple question and you you fucking tap danced your way around it for 20. So again, you can't give me the same. Well, no, I clearly understood what you're saying. <laughs> fucking dickhead. Enough to dance all around yeah. it. Yeah. All there was over no question in your mind whether I understood what you were saying. Okay. So, um, crazy little matrix. I don't even know if this is a matrix moment or if this is just like a universe thing or whatever. But last week, anybody of the four, five people who listened to us who remember, I was a little disappointed because it was so hot in here and the post show was really short and I had a ton to talk about in the post show. Abbreviated. And blah, blah, blah. Anyways, so my plan this week was going to be I have quite a few things I didn't get to last week. I was going to try and slip them into the post show this week. Believe it or not, 
one of the main things I was going to bring up, they bring up in this episode for no fucking reason. They bring up or brag up? No, they brought up. Okay. What did I say? Brang up? Did they brang it up? I think you did a hybrid. They brang it up. They brought brang it up. They brought it it up. They brought it. DTA. Don't talk Sorry, about it. Sorry, I shouldn't interrupt you. No, no, it's all good. I'm, I'm not going to get lost. Don't talk about. Don't, talk about, like, don't talk about. <laughs> you sound like English is your second language. Don't trust anyone. Don't talk about. Don't talk about. Yeah. No, it's just a really open-ended thing. I could say don't talk about racism. I could say don't talk about sexism. I could say don't talk about the stock market. I could say don't talk about aliens, Bigfoot. It's the door is open. All the things you want to talk about. No, just anything that may get you in trouble. Don't talk about. Okay. It's safe. Gotcha. Don't trust anyone because they may shank you in the shower. Mm-hmm. And don't talk about. Don't talk about that guy's mother. Don't talk about the weird tattoo in the bathroom stalls at prison. Whatever, you know? I'm with you, Simon. Yeah. I'm right here. We're done. Okay. Okay. Guys, no, thanks so much for watching. No, no, I mean we're done with that. I'm going to now tell you how well, the yeah, Matrix came into play. So I have this whole... Um, I extrapolated on a theory I had heard while watching something that a fan suggested that I watch a, a documentary. Um, and yeah, they bring it up on this episode for no reason. I don't even know why they brought it up. Just all of a sudden they were talking about elongated skulls. And I was like, holy shit. Because they were talking about bowed feet. Is that why they were talking about it? This is amazing. Okay, so now you guys get to hear my theory on the main show instead of the post I've heard this theory like six fucking but, times now. But Kamar hasn't. Just before we get into the theory, yeah. they're and saying- And neither are the fans. I mean the people, the five people out there. Sorry. Bound feet would hurt. I don't know if they would. They do. Oh. I can tell you because my grandmother, she didn't have her feet bound, but um, she had to wear shoes that were way too small for her feet. And her- Feet were disgusting in the end, but she told me that those shoes hurt. I think the binding is a gradual process. Oh, do, oh, I see what you're it saying. It grows into that. Um, I feel like I've or read... Or does it grow into that? I feel like I've read a book about geishas and that it is not a nice process. Was it The Good Earth by Pearl S. Buck? I don't remember. Maybe it was Life of a Geisha or something. I don't know. Pearl yeah, S. Buck. I read that book. But Kamar... Because I saw the movie. Kamar... I really feel like it hurts. Did you read that book? I think you're wrong. Of course I didn't read that book. Okay, anyways. <laughs> Dummy, you never read that book. <laughs> but like they said, when they make the elongated skulls you get into, they're doing it with the babies when they have the soft, softer that skull. That is correct. So it might not presumably, be that Presumably, if, if they're the ones doing all of them. And some people aren't just being born like that. But that leads me perfectly into what we want to talk about. So no, to what you want to yeah, talk yeah, about. That, it was a real liberal use of the word yeah. we. You'll like this, Kamara, I hope. Because um, so, <laughs> he knows I'm not going <laughs> to. Well, you've heard it. You already yeah. told me you loved it. Nope. <laughs> I keep crossing my legs and it fucking kills. Um, so, Kamar, back in ancient Egypt. Hold they... on, one sec, one sec. How's that weed? What? How's that weed? No, that was being oh, pretended. Okay. I'm, I'm so high, I can't understand words. I want to try that weed. I'll give you a nug. Nice. That's Thanks, very man. nice. Um, so back in ancient Egypt, they have found elongated skulls, I mm-hmm. believe. And also during through their hieroglyphics or whatever those... I've seen pictures of hieroglyphics. Whatever they People are. look like aliens. There's a whole like lineage of pharaohs that have these elongated skulls. Their wives have these elongated skulls. It was a whole thing. For a while, okay? So let's just say, let's just say that these people were um, star children. They were a cross between, like the, it was the same idea as the Anunnaki, 
alien comes down, giant, who then breeds with um, human. With the vagina. And the child that comes out is this half alien, half human hybrid. Okay. Elongated skulls. So then they find Elon's elongated, uh, Elon. Uh, that's weird too, eh? That elongated has Elon in it. Yeah. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Dude, get the fuck out of <laughs> here. That um, they find them in Mesoamerica as well. These elongated skulls all over the place. Um, so then I started thinking, oh, these people were saying that, um, what was hiding their heads that brought me to this conclusion? Powdered wigs. No, that was where I got to. Syphilis. Oh, sorry. I started thinking what in time would people use to cover up the fact that they had these alien Priests heads? would wear those big, big Well, that was just, it was the Vatican. The Vatican wears a lot of these conical hats and they wear them kind of back and to the back, you know what I mean? So I thought, wow, that's a great way to cover them. And then I started deep diving into all different ways that you could go about covering the skulls. The Middle Eastern people had a whole thing. The turbans is a whole one. The um, witches and warlocks, obviously, that's like right there. And then the powdered wigs. And that brings us all the way to like much closer to modern day. And then we get the Kango. I was going to say the Yankee cap. <laughs> you need something bigger than that. Top hats could do the trick. Because it's aristocrats, aristocracy. Top hats. That, were hot, that would have been these star children because they would have been like royalty, you know? And they've just been weeded out. Well, there's not one now. There what might be all the, sorts uh, of them. That's my point. And what, what hat are they wearing? They're wearing? Like, notice how Lady Gaga is always wearing like some elaborate headpiece. Think about the queen and all her hats. Like, These are all interesting choices. We could really take a fucking look through this, man. As you were saying, if it's true, we've got a whole new issue of racism on our hands. So, Simon, do you then think that maybe... maybe. Can I ask you a question then? Sure. Do you think all of your people are from these elongated skull people? And that's why you wear yarmulkes? Because it's a leftover... Your skulls have since shrunken back down to normal size... But as a it's nod, silent. It's very silent. as a nod to your former people, you wear a much smaller hat on top, and there are much larger hats as well. I could totally see that, Matt. I think that's very interesting. Roll the Jews the actually wore very big headdresses. Like now that I'm thinking there you about go, the for guys, a long time, the rabbis see? Yeah. who guarded the Torah mm-hmm. and brought that, they all even now at yeah. the shul they come out and they wear these huge giant, ones. It's yeah. very much like the Vatican ones. There you go. You know, I mean, all religion is bunk. Don't. Don't get me wrong. I, if anything, I look at Jews just going as with more the, of a on. race than a religion, you know? Simon, first of all, I was looking at more just the yarmulke. As yeah, like a, as, a nod. as a nod. to, you know? Listen, Matt, uh, Black Cuba Saturn. That's like... Black Cuba Saturn. I'm just telling you, that yep. image mm-hmm. shows up the Muslims in Mecca, right in the middle... Stop mi- pointing at me. <laughs> right in the middle is a giant black cube made of like some stone that comes from a meteorite or something. I am telling you the honest truth. They all walk around it. They touch it for um, power. The Jews wear something on their head. What is it called? It's called a tefillin. Is it called a tefillin? It is, is it a, called a tefillin? It is a, is it fucking, called a it is a fucking black cube. Like all these religions are tied in. You know how when you say the DNC and the Republican... It, they're all the same. Like, no matter who gets into power, everybody's getting fucked. You know what I mean? 
That's an orgy. Um, you are saying that the head thing is genetic. They were saying it was more surgical. Stop. Once, just to, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I don't mean to say it like that. But just to correct you, many of the skulls they find, you can see how it was done. Many of the skulls they find do not have the, even have the, um, a normal skull is attached right here with a suture that is done at birth with the bone. Like, it, it, everybody has it. Everybody. Some of the skulls have this. Some of them don't. So some of the skulls they're finding are, yes, done to, these are the people we're trying to worship. We're trying to get our children to look like the star people. I get that. But the skulls that don't have this suture, those are the real deal, man. Those are, they were born like that because they came, so they're half space people. You're saying to me they're both, as I was saying. They're both out one there. or the other. Well, one is some of them are real. And like I just said, some of them are the people. Imitation. Everything you do in religion, everything we do is a form of imitating the things that we revere, whether it be gods or uh, the fashion that we, you know, people copying prison styles or whatever. It's all just us human beings. That's why apes are apes. We ape everything. No, it's true. I hope it comes back. Like some hipsters doing to their kid right now. And what but, kind I mean, of hats it's will they wear? To, because hipsters can wear anything and make just it cool b- again. B- uh, the big toque. The, the, that's a perfect one. Ooh, you know, Rasta. The, Rasta a beanie. Things. Yeah. It's like a giant like a long beanie. beanie. But then it's scrunched up. Yeah, so yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, it's yeah. a hipster beanie. The hipster beanie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There it is. Oh, I like it, man. Case closed. No, Another X file. I like it. A lot of fighting talk. The next guy. The next guy who's coming is the breathing guy. That's what he said. Yeah. Great. I'm done. A lot of fighting talk. Uh, I wouldn't badmouth Joe Schilling. He'd fuck me up. Sounds like a tough guy. Sounds like a good dad. I uh, Sorry. Fighting yeah. a good fight. I'm not at all badmouthing Joe Schilling. I just don't think he is the authority on Black Lives Matter or police brutality. That I don't we, think he is. That he, we I don't were. think he thinks he is. And was like. Do you know what I noticed a lot of fighters say? No, no, and I'm not saying you were saying that. No, no, no. I understand. I'm wondering what he thinks. Do you know what a lot of fighters say that I think is a really redundant and obvious statement? And I heard Joe Schilling say it, and it's what it made me be like, I hear all these, all of them say it. If you don't like fighting, this probably isn't the profession for you. Yes. No shit. I think that is very obvious that if I didn't like fighting, I probably would not find myself in the UFC. But you've heard a lot, sorry, just to side with sure. Joe Schilling for a second. You've heard a lot of fighters, I'm sure, say, I don't actually like fighting. Like, I'm scared to death when I get in here, and this is what I do. Maybe I, I, most, maybe I feel a calling to it, but I'm scared every time I get in there. I say that's most, and there's a small percentage that actually want to be there. I still think they all enjoy fighting in one one. Way, shape, or form, Simon. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Even if you're afraid, I think yeah. also you have to take away. It's see, such a test. It's a human test. But right? I think this is what's interesting too. We'll find out. We'll find out now because because of the apex with like ten fans there, maybe it'll be different for some fighters. Maybe some fighters are going to come out now and be like, "It was all just the crowd that fucked me up." Like I hated public speaking in a bad way. Yeah, you know, maybe now they'll come out like, "Dude, with ten people here, this is like being at the gym. I'm going to fuck this guy up." Like I well, feel like a guy like Mighty Mouse. Yeah, just. Just as an example off the top of my head, sure. knowing nothing about him, making all of this up, that he is like the type of guy who was so good that maybe he never ever got like beat up really in the ring. So he spent his whole career breezing by, 
But like he was in it to be the best, not necessarily because he loved fighting so much, but just because he was the best at. And had that he got caught thing. earlier in his career, he might have gone down a different path. I don't know. That seems stupid now that I say it, but whatever. <laughs> what do I know? I'm but a you fucking, bring him up because I'm they, a fucking idiot. Joe Schilling knows a lot. They talked more about how he's in some fighting. other league and kicking ass there. Who? Mighty Mouse? Yeah, I, yeah, but yeah, he's he fighting nobodies in one FC. No, no, I don't know what that means. Okay, am I wrong there? It's not well, the like Joe said, of the UFC. Well, I mean, they got some good guys. But like Joe said too, they're throwing the best of the best at them. Mm-hmm. I liked. Uh, I want him to have Bob Sapp on. Why? And uh, well, just because he's just a crazy guy. Like he must. He he'd be as interesting as anyone else. He's out on the show, especially his experience of being like this huge guy, a super celebrity in uh, Japan. Yeah. And if he's honest about the steroids and all that. And then they talked about Krokop, and he was the Krokop. first guy. Krokop. Yeah. He's the first guy that scared me. Dude, he was no When joke. I saw him and how he take on anybody. Yeah, he was no joke. And he is oddly the footstep for Brendan Schaub. Yeah, Schaub knocked him out. Maybe it's a different, whole different world if he didn't knock him out. Yeah. I can't believe Schaub knocked Krokop out. At the end of his career. Well, either way, it's nuts. Dude, Mirko Krokop was a killer. The killer. Well, we obviously don't give Chubb and, enough credit as a fighter then. And Mirko <laughs> Krokop was a police officer. Yeah, in Croatia. So he was a very well trained. But he was like special forces. Like he wasn't just like, I walk the bit and I do it. But I, I just wonder if he this this start off about police brutality was he a brutal cop or was a good cop because he was trained? Well, no. Again, I think he was the kind of cop they called in specifically when it was like it's time to crack skulls. Like these are the worst of the worst guys. So go in and do what you got to do. We can only we can only Jesus. wonder. Well, I think they deal with like Chechen rebels and shit too. So it's like send in Mirko. But just tying back in the police. Traitor. Yeah, please do, dude. I don't know what's wrong with my fucking. I eye. give this one a two. I give this one a two as well. Joe Schilling didn't do a bad job. I think we just can all agree, MMA. Uh, I give it a. It was an MMA. Yep. I give it a two and a half. I give it two and a half. Yeah, I, I feel horrible. I give it. it, it wasn't, wasn't, it wasn't like below average. I mean, it was average. That's it. There it was, was like, nothing more to. We're talking about all this police brutality. Where is this going? Are we going to come to a solution? And then it just sort of. His uh, conspiracy theory about COVID. Just fuck that shit. It seemed like gasoline on a fire that we didn't need. You know what I mean? But I agree with most everything you're saying. So I was like, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. But I don't want to say it out loud. <laughs> you just did. Almost, I said almost everything you're saying. We can break down what I agree with. Fair, or whatever. fair enough. It fair is enough. what it is. My fucking eye is fucked. Okay, let's move on. John Stewart. 1498. John Stewart. Name I never thought I'd see on the show. And as I said to you guys, it's unfortunate that it was uh, remote. Yeah. And when I saw an hour, I was like, what? It was an hour and a half. An hour and a half. You know what I will say, though? I'll give Jon Stewart all the credit in the world. He was there pushing a movie that he pushed for all of 30 seconds. That was going to be my closing thing. He didn't even push it. He didn't even know the day it came out. At the very end, Joe said, oh, yeah, your movie. Joe's like, don't you have a movie coming out? He's like, oh, uh, I think tomorrow. What day is it today? So he's on to push a movie, and he didn't push a movie Huge. Yeah. Just huge. John Stewart's the shit. This was one of those episodes where you get to see a very interesting dynamic on the Joe Rogan show because, again, John Stewart, Joe Rogan. You know what I mean? Like, in. um, Well, they've both been doing. I mean, they've been in comedy. Or at least Joe Rogan, John Stewart. 
totally equal. Can we bring up I mean? something crazy so, that didn't come up? Was John Stewart was in uh, Little Nicky, or no, no, it was in uh, another one? one. Which one's the one where he has a dad? Big little daddy, big little daddy? daddy, big daddy, big daddy, whatever it is. Yeah, John Stewart was in that. Yeah, he had I a big part. Him being in that, they didn't talk about that. I thought that was interesting. Just because he had just he had watched every Adam. Sandler that's all movie. I was thinking. Maybe he didn't watch Big Daddy. Maybe not. Kamar, why did you look at me like all like dumbstruck there for a second? With the last thing I said. What was the last thing you said? I don't remember anymore. Um, oh, John Stewart and Joe Rogan. Oh, because I never even got to my point. Because I thought you were going to say about how, well, I think we just found a nomination for the movie game, but um, how they were talking, he was talking about Boston and how he got on Letterman. Yeah. And right before he went up, and but Joe's always talked about comedians who would go to Boston to. and get fucked over. But he wasn't talking about John Stewart. He you always I'm used sure the example no. of um, no. But I think it happened to all happen, of them. Yeah. And yeah, he wasn't saying him specifically. But that I bet I'm you that with was you. in yeah. his head, in yeah, his yeah. mind, yeah. and it was sort of like John said the other side of the thing. It, like for this was an amazing podcast. And the weirdest thing is, it makes me want to be a liberal again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you can't disagree with John Stewart because he's just making so much sense. He doesn't sound he's like a super well spoken, a, a fanatic. No, he doesn't sound like a phony either. And he didn't hold back just because it was Joe Rogan, the huge platform. He just said what he fucking thought. He was invigorated by the conversation. I think so. But doesn't it also feel like he uh, has a really good understanding of how it all works? He's not just talking out of his ass. Does that make sense? Well, I think so. The day. He left, I became way more conservative. Because the voice of reason went out the window. And everything just got crazy. Emotional. I hated when he left The Daily Show. But I also hate that he has the responsibility in a satire. Like, it's the best way to get stuff out, obviously, or communicate stuff. But he doesn't have to be held with the same accountability as, like, CNN or Fox or any. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And he got this responsibility, like, you are the voice of reason. Like, well, well we're just trying to be it funny. It was a Chappelle moment. Chappelle-ish. Yeah. Well, remember well, when he was talking to Tucker Carlson and he was like, I'm on between talking, uh, I'm on between talking puppets and... Uh, I love my Tucker Carlson, but he served him. Well, he said, even in this episode, he was like, I was done with the Daily Show, man. Like, he felt like it became a job. It wasn't fun. It was just... Well, no, but he was really talking about, like, there was times where I, I couldn't find the funny and stuff like this happening. And that was my job, was to find the funny. And and a lot of people got pissed at him when he'd come on there and just be incensed about stuff. The the right would push back super hard and be like, fuck John Stewart. Preachy. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. There was the best moment in this show where Joe's, like, giving his praises about how great he is and, and kind of where comedy is at right now with those type of shows. And he's like... Um, yeah, and John Oliver's show is killing it, and Trevor Noah is doing your show. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm he, glad I'm He couldn't glad that's say what he said. killing it, I'm obviously, because the what show is fucking terrible. He did not, he did not uh, conflate or... But it was so funny, the way he did that, and, and Trevor Noah is doing your show. I felt Joe was a little aggressive. At times, going on rants to John Stewart was just talking reason stuff. I think it might have had to do with that they were remote, or yes, that they yes. were remote. Joe was talking with his eyes closed sometimes, and also weird. they were having all sorts of problems with their thing. There where were some delays. You could tell, like, I, I don't know if Joe thought he had to keep going because he didn't know if John was even there or not. I don't know, man. It no, no, Joe was playing it smart. Listen, the way you'll have a terrible interview if you play it the way. <coughs> 
excuse me, what you're saying, Simon, is like there were times I'm with you where John Stewart would go to talk, but Joe was already talking, and then the Skype would just cut Joe off, or cut John off. Mm-hmm. Your best at that point to just keep going because you'll play the back and forth game for fucking to try and get it 30, back, 40 yeah. seconds, whatever, and you might as well just keep fucking. And if they were uncomfortable with each other, it would have. You know, there's a trust. That oh, no, for, for sure. I just found that, like, look, we finally get Jon Stewart on, and it really felt like it was, like, well, a that, lot of Joe, you know? Those were my my complaint was yeah. just I will, technical. Again, anything. though, I'll give it to John that he was only there for an hour. It was his first time on. And, again, he didn't push his movie at all. Uh, well, he yeah. was like, I'm here. I have some things to say. And Oh, he was amazing. I thought he was amazing. I thought he made some really good points. And I thought it got so interesting at the end. We'll, we'll talk about when it gets there, about the meat. Like, that was, to me, that was a really, like, it was just, it was, it was really crazy to watch them go. The problem is he knows everything about too many issues. Like, any one of the things that he got deep down and talked about, but we all agree with it. We know the money's there. By the way, I love how Joe at one point says to John, he's like, there's people calling for The Rock to be president. I was like, you, that's you, motherfucker. Don't, don't do that. You and, want. And him. Well, yeah, he, yeah. What if he becomes a mayor of a town in Texas? Or okay, sheriff? I also, hold on. Let me, I also wanted to bring that up. Fuck, I forgot. Okay. Joe sits there in the Colion Noir episode and is like, the taxes here are fucking nuts. They're insane. It's nuts. Texas, Ugats. And we know he's moving there. And then the next episode, he's like, I think people should pay their taxes. You should have no problem paying your taxes. I love paying taxes. That's the hardest part, again, is having 200 millionaires talk to each other. Yeah. And and I know their heart's in the right place, but you can just look at something where, you know what I mean? It's just most people are trying to afford to live and can't worry about giving more money to fix something that will help. Maybe they're kids' kids because they're too overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, John Stewart, I guess, is doing a lot of work helping veterans. Mm-hmm. That was like a big deal for him. Mm-hmm. And then that just brought me again around to this. These are the people who are out fighting for you. They come home. You say you don't have the money to help them. Are you okay, Maddie? Yeah, I'm fine. My eyes yeah. just yeah. fucked. You should not touch it, though. The more yeah, you touch it, I know the I'm trying. Here. I know what I need. Like, hold on it. Just keep going. Don't worry about um, me. What was I talking about? Oh, the veterans. And just especially now when we, again, with this COVID and we see that when we need money, everybody, all the government, the, the money was there. No, well, the fact is. And they're saying, not taking care of their veterans when they come on. That's ridiculous. But people man. are still complaining from Vietnam. Like, it's a fucking so joke. Get line. A joke. I, I think we have problems here, too. And it's the best way. To solve the veteran problem is stop going to war and invading these countries. Oh, I mean, we definitely have problems, too. Like, I, I don't know if it was in this episode or another one where they were talking about... Um, yeah, your eyes are really watering. Um, it's fine. Don't worry about it. They were talking about <clears throat> Canada's military, and I we had that huge problem. Remember the huge thing with the Air Force? Our Air Force? The captain? Yeah. The general, maybe? Yeah, yeah of course. I've talked about it on this podcast. My... Uh, one of the guys in that thing, like a higher up, was the I he, my brother in law a base somebody somewhere. There's you I know. said too much. You said too I much. I know it's too much, but I'm telling you, like that was crazy. That was crazy. Yeah, and that story's crazy about a general that was a rapist. What was he? I can't remember his rank. No, weren't they doing like hazing and shit? Oh no, was... then that's something else. Yeah, oh. exactly. These are two credible stories. Yeah, 
My yeah, thing, cool. though, is Jon Stewart gives Joe a hard time for being dismiss- dismissive of masks. And Joe says, no, no, no. I was just saying that to get a no, rise. No. I do not yeah. feel that was yeah, I no. feel that was disingenuous. I would like Well, I too was like, I was thinking about that. I was like, Joe, you know that your shit goes out and that this guy is retired and he probably and what's to say John Stewart doesn't listen to every episode of he Joe Rogan on his part? You referenced him. I would be very interested to know from the six or eight people out there who are listening what everybody thinks, whether they agree or disagree, that Joe um and Joe's allowed to decide that's what he was saying after he said it. Oh, yeah, and okay? he can go back on it. It's fine. Whatever, whatever. But I was like... But I got the impression that he was not needling him. The problem, that was though, again, is Joe, Joe then uses that whole comedy thing. Where he's well, like, I'm just a comedian out here well, cracking no, jokes. But that, that that's flip fine. enraged... Bill Burr? The DNC. Oh, the, no, yeah, the, yeah. Well, just another reason why they're angry at him. I, I just don't understand someone who could listen to... We should put together a package, three episodes to listen to, and come back and say, Joe's a horrible person, then fine. I can't hear what you're hearing. But the the contempt for him that has created, and we don't think he said, sometimes he pushes the envelope, but said anything too inflammatory that he should not be doing what he's doing. Listen, I got... And this would cancel culture. Listen... You there know, was the, a f- there was a few a strong faction that wants to shut him down. It's, I don't see it. There was a few weeks ago where I was super pissed at him, and I thought, I, you know, but Th- that's what I was talking about. Yeah. No. Do I want him shut down? No. I enjoy the show. I think the discussions are worth having. And just because you don't agree with a hundred percent of what someone says, should they be shut up? No. Who gives a fuck? And so I don't agree with a lot of what a lot of people have to say. And another, that's another positive about John Stewart is I don't feel like. Like he's left, but he's not shut down cancel culture. I don't. I, but that's see. This he's on. Is, he's on the right side of all the issues. This is where I find that as like, right is it correct? I don't find him to be. I just find him just left of center. You you think he's like super left? I mean, in this day and age, it, it almost is. But he's right. Like, I mean, he was talking about the um, how the governments decided to blame the mortgage buyers versus the mortgage givers. Mm-hmm. And both were guilty of what they call moral hazard, but I'm on his side. You know what I mean? Where the other side would be, no, the the, 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 the business is more important than the people. And mm-hmm. that, that's right. a problem. Exactly. And that's where the Republican Party, I think, is duped because yeah. they're supposed to be the party people. Yeah. But we know at the end of the day, and that's why I was saying... Kyle Kalinske, Pac-Man, all these guys, that nerd that went on and talked about how uh, it's all money and campaign financing and no one's running anything. They've all said it. You you know what I mean? I forgot to mention, too, about the the military and not helping their veterans. Like, the biggest irony about that is the military budget every year, like we know, is in, like, the trillions of dollars to build their... I'm sorry, missiles and um, radars and spaceships and whatever the fuck else they build, but um, they don't have enough money to take care of their veterans. That is insane. Like you can, of course, even a monkey could see the irony, you know? When I found, when you find out that they're spending or that they were spending at a time, like $32 billion a month in Afghanistan, you sit there and you go like, Maybe just hold off one month of spending in Afghanistan and you could take care of like... Yeah, you say it like that, but it costs uh, $40 yeah. billion to just withdraw everyone. Yeah. I'm not saying withdraw. I'm just saying like, uh, listen, 
You gotta, it's just feeding people and stuff. I agree with you, though. And John Stewart, sorry, sorry, yeah. I agree with him. Like a Mars like If they could just, if they could just freeze it for a second, but but I'm just saying the reason they can't is because it would cost more money to do that. Just like powering something up, turning it off. Go on. Just like the economy, we just shut down. What a problem we're having. Go on. That's it. Nope. Let Kamar speak. Go on. I'm gonna let this whole thing dig its own grave. <laughs> well, as far as I'm concerned, he just ends up saying the end bomb at the end of all this. What's gonna happen? He's gonna <laughs> run out of things circuits. to say, and we're gonna see real Kamar developed a taste for blood. Go on. Um, it's just not possible. The the money's been wasted, and the people who were in charge of implementing taking Joe's taxes, taking John's taxes, putting the money at the bottom, building the foundation, all these things. It can't happen because it's so incompetent. Well, John Stewart talked about the 50s in the U.S., <laughs> and I don't know if you know this, but in the 50s, the U.S. had a corporate tax rate of 91%. And that's, and, the, and that's how they built up the middle class. As that went down, say the CEO's salary went up. Well, of course. But the point is, is when they had that high tax rate, the U.S. was at its strongest. And it was when the most people from the bottom came up to the middle. And it's when everyone had a chance. But now they just, they're like, fuck it. Well, they, or if they don't do that, businesses go overseas. Because the corporation has no feelings about where it works. Of course. Just the money can save too. Again, someone asked you why the CEOs get paid 300 80 times that what the lowest guy gets. Like how much more harder work to, comp- on a, they're to on compensation. A, they're on a golf course most What do they the do time, exactly? Right? They're meetings all day. Yeah. They're meetings all, all day and they do whatever they want. Yeah. And it's just not fair. Did you find it? I'm sorry, go on. Just shut up and talk, Simon. Did no, you I, find shut it? Up, shut up and talk. Did you find it interesting when um, Joe started going on about his, on his diet? diatribe and John Stewart called them out on it and said um, you know and and this is kind of how I I guess this is to Matt's point really like as Joe being kind of disconnected from the everyman let's say because John was like listen how are people going to be worried about vitamins when they're worried about where their next meal is coming from you know what i mean like that's well, we've always said the iv drips all these things he well forget about. the iv drips because that's not he's not preaching everybody go get iv drips yeah, joe is, is preaching everybody should take vitamins and take care of their immune system he's not talking about stem cells and shit at that point he's just that's sure but let's assume it's probably that- good advice to go take vitamin think- d and to your guys defense i argued the wrong side of this before as a Diablo avocado, maybe, or maybe not. But because I said vitamins are very cheap, right? I said you can go out and buy vitamin D tablets for $10 a vial for 500 tablets or whatever it is. But again, if you're worried where your next meal is coming from, like I understand that. you're you That $10 is $10 too much. It's like 10 boxes of craft dinner. But John Stewart... Well, and think about it, though. And Joe is a guy who, like, he gets him and his producer... Those NAD drips once a week are well, probably... that's ridiculous. That's probably what someone lives off yeah, of yeah, in a yeah, month, yeah. you know? like. But sorry, what I was going to say was... Um, what was I going to say? Well, it doesn't matter. Whatever. I'm so sorry. sorry. No, no, no. no. I, it, it was something... It'll come to me again. It's, what were we even talking about? I'm so fucking hot. I was so high, I was talking about the movie game a half hour ago. And Big lost Daddy. It. Big and Daddy. now we're coming back to it. Yeah. It's Thank the movie you, Kamar. Big Daddy. That's why I love you, buddy. No problem. No, I think we we're all clearly overwhelmed. Oh, this I remember. Sorry. Perfect. I have to do it or I'm going to lose it. No um, 
John Stewart, like I was saying at the beginning of this, John Stewart is one of those guys who could call Joe out on that, on the vitamin thing. On anything. No, no, but it, on on anything. He doesn't need Joe to help him in comedy. He doesn't need Joe. He doesn't even care about the movie, the, the, obviously. This is what I meant. And very few people would do that, would say, Joe, you know, it might be a little insensitive to talk about vitamins when people can't. Not very many people would do that. So well, it, it's it, important that we have these guests on to keep Joe humble enough to be able to take, you know. I hate to jump to it, but he said, yeah, man, let's hope when this is all over, we go to the comedy store and rib each other. Like, and that's what that is. Is it? That's a really polite ribbing. You know what I mean? Was that a polite ribbing? Of or course or was that like, I listen to your podcast and I hear you saying this a lot and this is the other side of it. And nobody ever says it because they need you. And I'm saying it because I'm, this is how I feel. I don't know. I'm and just he, putting it out there. He's funny enough that he could make Joe look a lot worse. But that wasn't funny at all. There was no comedy in that little um, it's back a and forth. It's like calling someone out. Like, what are you going to I didn't see it as like a ribbing, though. I saw it as like... Um, is this movie called Big Daddy? Yeah, yeah Big it Daddy. Is. I'm sorry, Kamar. We can move on. Let's do your game. No, keep going. I'm just trying to... No, no, we're good. We're good. For we're the good. new listeners and viewers, this is the movie game where Simon and Floyd go head-to-head. Figure out what year the movie came out, what the budget for the movie was, and what the box office is. Budget within $5 million, box office within $50 million. And the movie's Big Daddy, starring Adam Sandler, Joey Lord Adams, Jon Stewart, Rob Schneider, of course he's in everything, Coley Sprouse, Dylan Sprouse, those are the brothers, and Leslie Mann. They're brothers, that never even dawned on me. Holy fuck, like what year did this come out? Uh, well, that's the first challenge for you boys. I'm just going to throw it out there. I... I I'm taking a big guess. Was this his wife dies and he becomes a single father, or she just abandons the kid and he becomes? Yeah, a he father? Ju- the kid is not related to him. I don't remember how he gets the kid. John Stewart was in Toronto for a playoff game and had sex with a girl, and she got pregnant and had a kid, and then something happened to her. Oh, you're saying John Stewart's character? I got so confused. Yeah, John Stewart's yeah. character in the gotcha. movie. That's how it, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, he's how the it dad him. in it. Yeah, John yeah. Stewart is actually the dad. I'm pretty sure. Year. I had 2001. I have 2004. 1999. Whoa. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. See, I was on the verge. I, was, I couldn't decide. Can I get some actors? My first thought was 2002, but you know me. I always go against my first thought. Adam Sandler. Yep. Joy Laura Adams. Okay. That was a little boy. That was, no, no, no. That's the love interest. No. 100%. That's the kid. No, look it up. Uh, bet me money, jo- Kamar, because I'm so positive. $10. You, you are correct. Yeah. She's from Chasing Amy. Uh, Kevin Kevin Smith. Joey Lord Adams, John Stewart, Rob Schneider, Rob, Cole Rob, Sprouse, Dylan Sprouse. Let's of course, man. Rob Schneider. At, look at any Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> I just said uh, it's true. He's in every single movie. Did you really? Yes. Yeah, that was the first oh thing he God, said. You're so balls deep I'm in so your terrible. head. so terrible. Well, listen, no. I have to read the you notes. You know what I got to do like, is let it go. Anyway. What's crazy, Kamar, is that he's sitting there just trying to think of the year the movie came out, and he has to totally <laughs> stonewall you to get 2004. <laughs> that's, that's all it is. <laughs> I The way I you figure gotta go out faster. what movie it is i have to do some serious math in my head what year man? that's fine that's yeah. fine simon you go first i haven't written anything down yet so what? just give me a second yeah what is happening Whoa. here well, we've been talking and fuck man okay um, it is there are two num- separate numbers he's got to come up with 
And uh, no one has won this year, I believe, uh, coming into the uh, I've won this year. I'm all three? Positive. Uh, all three, trick. yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's possible. Let me go back here. The, the, the point is the competition is fierce. Anything can happen. And, and this is a lot more interesting than the sports that aren't happening. Compromise on that one. Okay. Oh, my God. That's too much. Oh, oh Kamara. So, Kingpin, I got both. Okay. I got both the numbers. I was just one year off yes, of the yes, thing. Yes, but hold on. I still think I got all of them this year somewhere. Next season, we're going to actually tie this up. Have some stats so we can put it on uh, mybookie.com. That's what we're doing. Who's no longer okay. sponsoring? Go ahead. Seems like Are you ready? No, you're first. JRE, try the code. I, I, I'm going to say the movie costs $20 million to make. Oh, my God. He shook his head. No, and I did. His eyes go <laughs> no, really I thin. No, and, it, and it made $142 million. Let me see your face. $142 million. You're way off. Um, I had $35.8 million for the budget and $280.9 million for the box office. It's 34.2 for the budget. And I think we're really close here. 234.8 at the box office. Boom, I hit both. You're at 52. No, no, I, you're, I said you're 280. You're off. You're 42 million. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just as I say, this is very <laughs> difficult to take down <clears throat> Matt with a clean sweep. Well, no, I didn't get the year. Well, no, that's like the uh, and for sure the we Golden know Finch, he but couldn't you the possibly have cheated on this one because I saw you pick this one like spur ten of seconds the ago. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think you had a movie going anywhere oh, in these oh, episodes. Oh, I think you totally oh left your shit. One out. of my worst feelings in high school was when like. And so the paper on someone's what that that was due like that feeling. Oh God, you that can't was the worst. Produce yeah. it, and you guys just gave me hey, so and so dropped their paper, handed in, and uh, where we go. That's the movie game. Way to go, Maddie. Thanks, buddy. Go on. What is he going on uh, about? Did not finish high school. Does it matter? <laughs> he's just Whoa. he's just trying. To I get just me need to him to get to the n word. <laughs> set set my can't. own trap, cancel myself, get my shit, and get Soon out. Soon this here. is going to be a one man podcast. Yeah. Well, I, I, I <laughs> called punching up. It's called Simon. Yeah, Simon I, talks conspiracy. I was not sure, and I was apprehensive when I saw John Stewart. I was like, oh man, are we going to get lectures? But uh, I can see by talking to you guys for the last half hour that. Uh, it was just, we're having a big uh, John Stewart uh, love fest. You know what's interesting is he comes from a generation where it was the Tonight Show or the Letterman Show. Yeah. And then maybe Kimmel, but he'd already gotten up to, I think, the Daily Show by the time Kimmel. He, he, like, the only th was these two or three late night shows, what every guy wanted to do. What's crazy is there's really nowhere to go back and, like, I mean, I, I guess they did five shows a week for 20 years or however the fuck 30 long. years, wasn't it? I don't think it was 30 a long time. I don't even know if it was 20 years, but either way, it was a very long time. There's really nowhere to go back because, I, dude, I'm, I'll never forget. And if someone can find this, post it on the Reddit. They did a piece on the media ignoring Ron Paul. It's Ron Paul, right? He's the libertarian. It might be one of the funniest pieces I've ever fucking seen in my life. I'll try to find it for you guys. And informative and poignant. Well, exactly. Yeah, no, it did its job in showing you like this is really something that's happening, but it made you laugh and how obvious and blatant it, and in your face it was, but that maybe you had never seen it or never noticed or never chose to, whatever. Why are you staring at him like that? I'm not. Okay, what did you write there? 
Looks like you're drawing Hangman or something. Is, no. that, is that Kamar hanging himself? That's what, that's what Simon's drawing. He disagreed with me twice in this episode, and he's just fucking dead to me. Yeah. He was hilarious as a stand-up comedian, and then he did all the M- MTV. Like, it's crazy to watch him go from, because he was young, sort of fuck, the, fuck everyone, like when I was a kid, kid, but very funny, to this amazing wise. Like, don't you want him to be president? I know he doesn't want to. They're talking about The Rock, but like... The um, the sanity and thought, everything he said, yeah. so relaxing. I, I can't help myself. And oh, and he's a great, wanna hate him. great orator. <laughs> and then he told me he was a vegetarian. I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then? And then I was just, Joe definitely meant fuck people with masks. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Let's, we'll get back to the masks, I'm sure. Um. Kamar, hold on, just real quick. Kamar, do you feel like? Well, no, I, I just it's had fine. A, it's fine. I just had a question for Kamar really quickly, just to try to get him to drop the end bomb. Um, no, did do you think? Um, do you think if the Daily Show was still on and you were seeing John Stewart four nights a week, this would we would be having the love fest, or it would it would be as? Uh, That's my joint. You just put in your mouth. Oh! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I thought he was gonna pass it to me. Holy fuck! I need to drink fucking rubbing alcohol. Yes. Now? Holy yes. fuck! I can't believe. No, just that. go outside. It'll kill the UV what rays. Will kill. What do I do? No, these lights are UV oh. rays, man. Oh. No way. Simon, it's too late. So making a big freak is. Okay, tell me this. Do I not tell you? And just die. Don't tell me. Just let me die. Just let you smoke my joint. Let and then me after die. and afterwards, oh, like, no. yeah, you sucked at my joint for the oh, whole time. Oh no! What am I gonna do? Roll your own. What am I gonna do? Come on. In retrospect, maybe next time, let him smoke it down to the fucking roach, and then tell him. I think he'd be angry. And that was a great. That was a well, great moment. That's a clip. Yeah. We make that a clip. What were we talking about right before that happened? Listen, we're already playing with fire. Fuck. I was asking you, John, oh, yeah, John Stewart, if John Stewart was on four nights a week, especially you, this is actually a good question for you, because if John Stewart was still on TV right now... He might be able to show he, me. He might be going heavy on the anti-Trump. And maybe make me see the light. Maybe, but what I was saying to you is... It, maybe John Stewart's pretty good. Oh, he was incredible. His time on The Daily Show was... And still, the work he's still doing. Yeah, yeah, of course. But now he's just doing it quietly, and I'd love to go see him and Chappelle. That would be a fucking powerhouse of a... yes. Yes. That'd be a great show to go to. Yes, it would be. Um, <clears throat> either way, sorry. You guys uh, keep I going I think on. if he was still doing the show, he'd have killed himself. By now? Oh, my just God. With all he, this point? Just the way he described yeah. it, it was, it, was, it was just, it was killing him. Do you know what he could have done, though? What he probably should have done was something like John Oliver. Like, I think John Oliver nailed it where it's like, I do this once a week. So instead of going on every night and interviewing someone every night, it's like we have one week to put together yeah, a that's solid the, that's show. That's Bill Maher. Yeah, but I mean, again, I like the way that... Because John Oliver, if you look at his show, they really just took The Daily Show and took out the guest. So there's no interviewing the guest. And they just made one thing longer form. And I, I mean, I don't know. It was pretty much John Oliver's part on The Daily Show expanded into... Well, because um, well, I never... To be honest, The Daily Show, I didn't love once the guest showed up. I was really there for the first 15 minutes. Yeah. And then after that, I, I mean, depending on who the guest depending was. Depending on who the guest was. I liked it that most of the time I had no... The, didn't know who the fuck the guest was. It felt like Rogan in that way, that you met new people, you, you know what I mean? Dude, I'll never forget, Bruce Willis came on The Daily Show once, and he had done, <coughs> he had done like Letterman or Leno the night before, and he wore like a full three-piece suit on Leno or Letterman, I can't remember, and then he shows up on The Daily Show in like sweats, 
And he sits down and John Stewart looks him dead in the eye and he goes, you wear a three piece suit to Letterman and you show up here looking like a fucking bum. I'll never, dude, I will, I will never fucking forget it. I was like, good for you, dude. That's fucking great. So let me breeze through the first part of this because I realize we've gotten pretty bogged down in this. Sure. Um, And then jump all over the second part. Okay. Sometimes I, this is the first part. Sometimes I feel like David Goggins and that type of person who, granted, helps a lot of people, okay? Mm-hmm. That maybe he hurts just as many people as he helps. Just hear me out. Lots of people who can't do it and just feel horrible about themselves. And it may be a situation where, like Joe said, this is motivating them to try but they're just unable to do so for all the reasons that um, John is about to talk about, which we'll talk about, but just, you know what I mean? I I don't know. Sometimes I do feel like maybe a Goggins guy, it's so much and so unreachable to most people that I don't know. I think though, that's why you watch sports or anything like just to see what's possible from human beings. I think we spoke about this a couple weeks ago, though, Simon. It's not so much that you have to go out and be Goggins. It's the idea of just simply bettering yourself in some way, shape, or form. So maybe maybe Goggins is the extreme, or Jocko's the extreme, where you wake up every day at 4 a.m. and you fucking go out there and get it. Maybe it's just a simple matter of you say to yourself, okay, well, I'm not going to wake up at 4 a.m., but right now I'm waking up at 9 a.m., and maybe I wake up at you know 8 or 7, or I don't have to be Jocko about it, but... Maybe I just try to look at what Jocko is doing and say, okay, you know what? I can at least wake up tomorrow a slightly better me. And if I continue down that path, you know, maybe I'll be waking up at 6 a.m. and I'll be feeling, I mean. Or you could be the type of person who looks at it and is like, I can't do what he does. And he's saying that if I can't, I'm a piece of shit, then maybe I'm a piece of shit. You are a piece of shit, though, because you can. Anyone could do anything. There's too many examples of people just overcoming. With I mean, paraplegics, of- guys in uh, wheelchairs, blowing up your okay, well, this comment is- section, whatever, anything can be achieved. This is a, exactly Whoa. the point that Jon Stewart was about to make, and which he did to Rogan. And again, a situation where nobody else would do this. You know what I mean? Comfortable, where feel he, comfortable. Where he's like, you're always saying people have to be fit. Why can't they be fat? And I think Joe did a really good job of explaining to him why but at the same time i totally understood his point you know what i mean like sometimes there are extenuating circumstances in anything in anything there's always shit you don't know about so if you're going to make blanket statements like everybody has to be thin or they're fucking sickly you know what i mean you're like gonna I catch just, some feelings i'm not sure but yeah, i'm but not sure if that's necessarily true either i mean do you remember what dean del rey said to bill burr about lemmy no, tell me. So, because Dean Del Rey was an addict, Dean Del Rey said, "If I knew Lemmy was going to live into his seventies, I would have done more, or I would have kept doing." You know, the point is, is like, it's easy to look at Joe and be like, "Oh, well, maybe I should." You know, sometimes it's just about having that. Just fucking do it, whatever. Just have the extra drink. Like, what do you really? Well, and that was Joe's point too. We're all like, "What did he say?" It was so funny. Oh, he said, and that's how the story ends. We're all dead. Like, and that's the truth, right? Like, in the end, everybody's story, so different. All of our bodies, so different. You could do something until... 
I could do heroin until the day I die and live to be 90 and you could walk out tomorrow and have a safe drop on your head. Point is, we're all human and the story all ends the same. We die. There is no point. Well, well, no, th- but no, there that's is a, side a point. That's what Joe said. That's said what well, no, no, but th- th- there is no point. There's like, well, if you do this, this, and this, when you're dead, so to Kamar, nothing matters. To, or to Matt's point, um, have that second drink. Maybe. I don't know. Like, nobody knows. Joe doesn't know. You know what I mean? Well, Joe that, only knows what he knows. That's why we have to pay um, in our wills to make sure this is always up. Because this is our legacy. This lives on long after we. I have a son. And a daughter. Do you know what Robert Zemeckis did? <laughs> I was well. I was looking at Matt the whole time. Do you know what Robert Zemeckis did? The guy that created Back to the Future. Yes. So he owns all the rights to the entire film. It's in in its entirety, front end, back end. And he specifically said, "As long as I'm alive, there is no remake of this film to be made." So you know what I mean? Like that's kind of the same. Like the legacy. Like, listen. I'm going to die someday. Then you can do what the fuck you want with this. But until then, well, or like we said, when you die, like. And they ask you for an organ donor card. Mm-hmm. Do you care? I don't care what you do with my organs. Like, oh, I, I've signed the organ donor. I don't. Card. I don't see why anyone would care about their organs. <clears throat> I mean, listen. There's no way you want my heart, liver, or lungs. That's just the God's honest truth. You might get a good gallbladder, a kidney out of me, maybe, but I'm a big set of cojones. No. <laughs> you have a fucking cysty set of cojones. <laughs> Go on, come on. He's looking at you drawing another stick man of him getting hung. <laughs> um, and then they had a very reasonable uh, discussion about veganism, or I guess vegetarianism versus uh, meat mm-hmm. eating, which he totally started, which I thought was, I guess, good on him. Maybe he wanted to argue it. I don't know. He asked a, cu- he asked a couple questions over the course. Well, it's because he lives on a farm. And again, this is clear. that was clear to me right away that John definitely pays attention to Joe's podcast because he mm-hmm. obviously watched the entire Game Changers debate. He right, ref- he right. Referenced yeah, yeah. Episodes. No, no, totally. You're right. And he, this is where John got really human because you really saw like, um, I don't know if his arguments were sound here. Joe was right about absolutely everything he was saying. And John's argument, which was fair, was, I have a farm and I gave all these animals names. And now when I look at another animal, I know that that thing has a mom and a dad. All totally fair. But like Joe didn't even bring up with this guy, the idea of this guy with Mr. John Stewart, um, the idea of how many animals die for your soy fields and all the things, your vegetable fields, period. Like just watch the secret of Nim. I implore anybody and Just watch, watch the scene. Watch oh, poor man. Mrs. Brisby and her children having to move the stone. Like, it, by that's this how point, it works. By this point, John Stewart's been hitting out of the park. It's just it, no, no. It's, it's now just Joe's pleasure was, yeah. to have him on the show. Yeah, it was it was a really cool episode. I thought it, in power dynamic, first of all, and then just great conversation. And maybe had it gone longer, John could have fucked it up for me. It gives me hope that if John Stewart has a future project post-COVID, that he will be in studio for a longer. I would really enjoy a sit down, a three-hour sit down, two-hour sit down with. Well, apparently, it's a movie's dog shit. Well, that's fine. That's why I didn't plug it. Yeah, don't even bother. <laughs> no, but that that was the icing on the cake of a like, because I was I was going okay. When's it coming? 
when's it coming? It never came. It just turned into a wonderful discussion. Well, the weirdest thing for me, come on, I, I never even dawned on me. I just thought, oh, John Stewart. I was so awestruck with like, sweet. This was someone that was on my list of like people I wanted to see on that literally was in the last minute and a half where I was like, oh my God, he's here for a reason. Uh, of course, of course. And then I, th I thought about it. I was like, everyone's there for a reason. No one other than his good friends just goes on. And even then, they don't go on anymore for shits and giggles. I thought like, he was just going on. But as we've always said, don't plug. Don't do the plug. It's so much better experience, especially if they're like, okay, how's it going, man? Uh, yeah, I just want to, before we get into it, make sure I mention. Act you've ruined like the you've whole, been there. Act like you've been there before. And even worse, don't have a sultry voice and be like, just buy the book. I'm not here to talk about what I'm here to talk about. Just buy the book. Are we done? I think Ari's actually the best at it, Kamar, because he's just so over the top about pushing his shit when he's on Rogan that any opportunity, when Joe even takes like a breath too long, Ari's Is like, that because I'm playing I'm Denver playing, May 24th? Yeah, I love it. He, he's got to do it that way. Yeah. Um, That's how he's got to do it. <laughs> I don't know if you guys, there's a podcast by Kevin Brennan. Neil's brother, yeah. Yeah, and he has this guy, Chad Zumach, who was a New York comic, but pissed a bunch of people off, went hard after Patton Oswald for killing his wife and whatever, and now he's in Florida, call himself a Florida man or the Tallahassee kid or whatever, and he was just, like, he'd been doing comedy for 20 years or whatever, never made anything, just fuck these people, fuck them, and after everything he said, you know how Rome, Rome would go to rest and say, rack it! Rag it. Yeah. <laughs> he started going, rack me. <laughs> over and over again. Maybe 30 times. And every time he did it, the Kevin Brennan laughed. And <laughs> it was just so funny. People were overconfident. Because he was on it and fucked him. Rack me. And another thing, rack it. It was so good. A guy shouted himself out. And it wasn't even funny. Anyways, uh. that has nothing to do with anything. This was an amazing podcast. A pleasure to listen to. Yeah, I give good it a four. Besides the technical, besides it being the remote. The length, too, remote. That's why it's getting a four for me. Too short and getting, remote. It's getting a, a 4.5 for me. Oh, wow. Gets a four for me. Length and um, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> gross. All right. Yeah, that's, that's a wrap. So that's it then, right? But yeah, I love the Stuart. Awesome. Love you guys. Thank you for listening. Um, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed. Um, we have an email if you want to contact us. Someone will eventually. I actually went back this week. I don't know Good if you saw. Good for you. I yeah. Did, well, yeah. I was cleaning up the email and I was like, "What do no? Did none of us respond to these? I guess we have a tough time. Three of us. I look was at, never involved. Well, the one guy I saw his labor dispute, and I didn't want to get involved. <laughs> I just stayed away. I'll respond to people on Instagram. Oh, if you're fuck, looking whatever. for me, find me there. Fine. Either way, we have an email. It's jreepodcast at gmail.com. You can uh, contact us, tell us for shit there. They do get read. <laughs> yeah, they don't get responded to. They get read, though. Trust me. I see them. <laughs> I see them. Cry about them at night. Yeah, it just takes us four months to respond, so we're on it. Um, we have a Twitter and an Instagram. They're both J-R-E-E -E podcast. You can follow Kamar on Instagram. At Kamar Bar, Instagram and Twitter. You can follow Simon on Instagram. Uh, Bigfoot Society. Oh, whoa, whoa. That was weird. At Bigfoot Sighting Society. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a Reddit. It's uh, reddit.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. You can join in the conversation. Kamar's on there. I'm not. Simon's not. 
Just come on. That's um, your place to go talk shit about me and else, Maddie. Yeah. Subscribe to the YouTube. Yes, you YouTube. have no choice. Yeah, if you haven't, uh, we have a YouTube. It's, you have uh, no choice. You have no choice. Or stop listening. Well, okay, easy. Wow, now. that is a call to arms, I people. Didn't say you had to, I didn't say you had to watch. <laughs> I just said you had to subscribe. Yeah, keep and in if mind. You're right now, please, I do it for you. Like if you have a Gmail account, you just go to YouTube and hit subscribe. It's that easy. I do it for you. I would do it for you too. A- am I overstepping my bounce here? No, you are am not overstepping your bounce here. Am I asking for too much? Go on. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Oh. Uh, and we have a Patreon. If you want to support the show, which by the way, we've gotten so much support recently. Thank you guys Look so much. Lights. Look at this camera. So Hear that air conditioner that's not on right now. This is all because of you. Yeah. You guys have made us comfortable in our podcasting. Thank you so much. We were going to kick that fucking field goal today, too. I promise. It was happening. We're going to figure out some other competition to have in lieu of... No, we're kicking this field goal, dickhead. I bought the fuck. I bought all the shit. Simon recovers, we'll do something else. Patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. Um, And you'll get the post show early. So you get the post show on Tuesday with the episode... And uh, every Monday, well, the first three or four Mondays of the month, you'll get an episode of This Won't Age Well, the series where we go back, we uh, listen to old episodes of JRE, and we do what we do here on The Normal Show. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, If you're watching, thank you even so much more. If you did both, watched and listened, and you're on the Patreon, well, you're just a fucking, aren't you just a platinum human being? You like that one, Simon? Yeah, I, did, I like that. Good on you. You're the best. Uh, thank you so much. Have a great week, weekend. We hope you're safe out there. And uh, as usual, keep your eyes open. Yeah.